Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for a living in the movies and TV. But the hardest thing I ever do is watch my leading ladies kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee. I might fall from a tall building. I might roll a brand new car. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that made Redford such a star. I've never spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out the bay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman. Makes Eastwood look so fine. There we go. There we go. Um, have a little look. Um, okay, yes. I knew there was a reason I don't look um, on Twitter during the show. I don't look on Twitter during the show now, and it makes life so much easier, don't you think? Uh, we've created, we are creating a world in this show, a world unlike any other world, a unique world where Twitter does not exist, where Google does not exist. Imagine, we don't Google stuff on the show anymore. I'll have a coffee if that's where you're going, please. Thank you very much indeed. We don't Google stuff anymore. And it, do you know what has, has been really interesting about this? We've kind of been doing it on and off for a couple of weeks, and I like it. I like it. It's not a hard and fast rule, but I like it. And the reason I like it is because I'm really having to think hard. I'm really having to try and remember things, or... Take an educated guess. That's what I'm having to do. And I would say 95% of the time, I've been right. We talked about the um, uh, the building that collapsed in Bangladesh. I got the year right, pretty much, and the number right of people who died. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, um, my finger is on the pulse. So, we are creating a world, an environment, that is unlike any other radio show in the world. But... I think I've found something that's a bit similar. (gasps) I think I've found something that's a bit similar. It's a podcast. It's not quite radio. Um, You know, we're going to New York, right? June the 12th to the 16th. The show's going to be coming from New York. We're going to have live bits. You can still phone in for bits of it. And we're going to have loads of pre-recorded stuff. With two months to go, I think we may have overbooked ourselves already with the amount of incredible guests we've got. Imani Coppler and Steve Gutenberg, anybody to name but two. Steve Gutenberg's on the show tomorrow as well. And um, 
So I'm looking at podcasts, and I don't really listen to podcasts, because there are too many. It's like me saying, I really want to get into classical music, but I wouldn't have a clue where to start. I like Haydn. But that's it. I don't really know where to start. Um, um, although there is that uh, Vaughan Williams piece. Oh, God, it's 13 minutes long, and it just makes me cry. Oh, God. If I thought I could get away playing all of it, I would play all of it. It's just, oh, so, oh, it makes me cry. It's just does something magical. Um, but so I, but I've been asking you to recommend podcasts. And we found a few, the Bowery Boys, I found, and then loads of you said that. And then a couple of you suggested a podcast called Beautiful Anonymous. I read the description. Oh, flipping heck, man. Basically... This guy, I think he's called Chris, people phone him up and he records it and they tell their stories and he's not allowed to hang up for the first hour. I'm listening to one called Fugitive Father. Sweet, sweet home Alabama. It's incredible. And this guy, we talk, we kind of, we cross in a Venn diagram we overlap quite a lot. He's very open about his mental health, about antidepressants, about therapy, all of these kind of things. And uh, by coincidence, the one I've tuned into um, is the is a guy talking about antidepressants and depression. And it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Because I'm there going, oh, I get that. I get that. He's also the guy, Chris Gethard, I think his name, in, name is. Um, he, he's done a special for HBO, and I watched the trailer for that. We're trying to get him on the show. A brilliant, brilliant show. Um... So it, 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 it is, it's similar to this. It's the closest thing I've found to this. And I'm always saying, if you find a show that is like this, that is, uh, 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 is as freeform as this, point me in the direction of it, guys, because I want to listen to it. Well, I found one. And there are loads of episodes, about 55 hours, and I am going to dive into it. I found another one, another show that is has similarities to this in that they play around alan i'll come to you in a bit oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand by the way do you like my new top if you're watching on periscope they um play around with audio to create uh, audio what, what a terrible word that is um, strike that from the record your honor they play around with music and sound in a way that creates a vaguely psychedelic texture to it, in a similar way to the way that sometimes on this show, I play around with music and, and audio and repetition and things like that. And it's a show called uh, Radio Lab, And it's these two guys that present it. And each episode, I don't know if it's weekly or monthly, or each episode they tell a story. Um... A true story that's happened. And the one I chose, and, and I chose it because it was the shortest, and I just wanted to get a feel for it, was about um, uh, a Chinese team in the 2012 Olympics playing badminton against a Korean team. And both teams had already got through to the next round, but they wanted to lose because the winning team would play an incredibly... Excellent, thank you, Emma. Incredibly excellent badminton team in the next round. So they wanted to lose so they wouldn't have to play this team that they would probably lose against. So they both, they're playing, but trying to lose. And the audience are booing them. And it was great. It was told brilliantly. They got the, um, 
umpire, referee, I don't know what you call it. They got the referee on. They had the Korean people talk, the Korean players talking, but in Korean it was trans. It was brilliant. It was brilliant, and it has excited me no end. A, because I'm hoping we can get both of those shows. Uh, we can meet up with the people from both those shows and have a chat with them and introduce them to you and you to them when we go to America. But B, it's got me excited because there are people out there. <laughs> We're not alone, Kath. We're not alone. There are people out there that do a similar, vaguely similar thing to this. We're not alone. I'm not... Tre- There's something noble, isn't there, about treading the lone path and um, uh, being a solo warrior. But, 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 I crave um, recognition and identification. And with these two shows, I've just found it. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Which makes me feel all the better and all the more confident about the stuff that I'm doing uh, with this and with the rabbit hole. By the way, guys, a new rabbit hole um, drops tonight or tomorrow morning. The rabbit hole, what's that? It's a show that me and Catherine do that is um, not part of this. It's a phone-in show recorded live in front of uh, an actual studio audience. Um, and you go to iTunes or Acast or your usual podcast provider, The Rabbit Hole, Ian Lee, boom, it'll pop up. We're doing two shows in Manchester, one on May the 6th and one on July the 29th. And if you follow me on Twitter, you get details for that. But it just made me think, ah, there are other people that are doing non-formulaic stuff, that are doing stuff that is a little bit different, a little bit out there. And And, and I've noticed, I've noticed that one or two or five of the regulars have stopped calling in. I've noticed that on the Facebook page, the Talk Radio listeners page, we used to get maybe 150 posts a show and it kind of went down to 90 and now it kind of hovers around 50 and 60. I've noticed a few people saying, well, I don't like the show anymore on Twitter. Can you not go back to the way it was? Well, no. I can't. Because I don't know what you mean by the way it was. And also, the the only thing, the only constant this show has is that it's constantly evolving. Call it peacocking, if you will, Mr. Barks. As far as I'm concerned, the only consistent thing in this show is its inconsistency. And we are evolving. And I'm not going to please everybody. Some of you wanted topics. I introduced topics. Some of you hated that. Some of you hate the fact that we've had themes. Some of you hate the fact that I'm a little bit argumentative at times. Some of you hate the fact that I'm Tommy Boyd Light. Some of you hate the fact that I'm Ian Lee Light. Some of you hate the fact... Tommy and Lee. Tough. The show is what it is. And we will lose listeners and we will gain listeners and we will lose callers and we will gain callers and it will be what it is. And I I nearly swore them. I nearly I nearly said effing. And I bloody love it. I bloody love it. I am supremely confident for the first time in a long time 
that uh, what we are doing, and by we I mean me and you, dear listener, and I mean me and Catherine is my producer, is we are doing something bold, we are doing something uh, unique, we are doing something brave, in as much as we are bucking the trend. It was uh, just over a year ago that we started doing this show and said, you know what, we're not going to talk about Muslims, we're not in a derogatory manner, we're not going to talk about immigration, we're not going to talk about Brexit, we're not going to point the finger at different people and go, it's them! It's their fault! It's their fault you haven't got any money! It's their fault you're out of work! It's their fault you're, you're, you're not getting the benefits! It's their fault you can't get an appointment at the doctor! I'm not doing any of that! And, um, every now and then I wobble and I waver and I quiver. Last night, halfway through last night's God special, um, Kath came in and she went, oh, this is going well. I said, is it? Is it, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. Is it a bit one note? Is it a bit tedious? Is it a bit boring? She went, no, 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 it's good. And she was right. It was good. It was bloody good last night. Some of you thought we were uh, uh, mocking Christianity. Not in the slightest. I would love you to quote the bit of the show where I was mocking Christianity. Some of you got in touch with me, Christians, and said, thanks for that, Ian. Um, It was really interesting. You provoked quite a good debate, and you did it in a reasoned way, and you let people come on and have their say. So... The people who are upset by last night's show um, because you thought it was mocking Christianity, I don't think that's what you're upset about. I think, I think, I think the reason it made you so uncomfortable is because it shone a mirror on you personally. There was no mocking of Christians. I did not lie about getting on my knees and uh, praying and asking Jesus to enter my, my soul. I did that. I actually did that. Um... There was no tongue-in-cheek. There was no sly winks to the camera. I put myself in the position of a Christian to see what blind faith would enable me to argue for. And I found it really interesting. And I suggest you do the same thing. If you are an atheist or agnostic, I can never remember which is which, then you... Try the same with your friends. Take the position of being a Christian for two and a half hours and argue. Because it's good. It's good for you. A, it's good sport. B, it's good exercise for the brain. And C, it's interesting to see where other people are coming from. And likewise, if you are of a faith, then why don't you take the alternative position for a little bit and pretend that you are not of faith, that you awaiting to be convinced and see what it feels like because it's bloody interesting to do that now um with that in mind tonight's show i haven't got anything i've got some stories in the papers and that's it um i have all my um silly little musical beds lined up so we can play those um and it's really up to you where this conversation goes this evening Loads of people watching on Periscope. I've noticed the Periscope figures dropping off. It's fine. I'm not worried about the listening figures disappearing. I don't think they will. I think they are growing. And even if they're not, so what? No one's going to die. No one's going to die. My figures, it's not like speed, where I've got to keep the bus going uh, 50 miles an hour or above, otherwise it blows up. It's not like that. It's good film speed. I like that. Oh, three. 
444-499-1000 is the telephone number. Come and join me. Come and dive into my world. Pick up the phone. And if you want to phone up and say, I think the show's crap now since you had that nutter on, or I don't think it's any good, or whatever. Whatever you want to say. It could be about anything. Art, love, hatred, pain, music, passion, anything. 0344-499-1000. Won't cost you anything. If it does, it'll cost you pennies. You'll speak to Catherine. She'll take your details. Call you straight back. We've got Alan and Tom lined up, and I'm going to go straight to them after this. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hang on, hang on, I'm trying to find the music. I've got, we're in my beds. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, Alan, coming to you in a minute. Okay. Hang on, Tom, coming to you in a minute. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. There we go, we're in. Yes, Alan. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 sir, what kind of cake? Lemon drizzle. That's what the kids want these days. They want hip, hip, hip. They want what kind of cake. And who am I to argue with the kids? Yeah, who are you? Who are you? I would say that Who Are You has got to be the Who's finest song. Yeah, one of the greatest songs. Do you know it's a pinch into CSI? Apparently it is. Apparently it is. It's a great song. A 70s classic. It certainly is. And um, it really is um, one of those songs that just I just think it doesn't age at all. Like, like a fine wine. Like, well, no, fine wines do age. No, with vintage. Yeah, well, no, yeah, they age into, um, they age into vintage wines. That's what fine wines do. All right. But, Alan, you've not called in to, um, show off about your knowledge of fine and vintage wines, have you? No, I want to talk about Sesame Street, because they've got an autistic character. Wowzers, that's, um, um, th- that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. I thought they had one already. No, she's only been signed over than yesterday for the first time. Well, um, it, isn't it about... Now, when you say an autistic character, is it an actual child or a Muppet? And I don't mean that a in a Muppet. derogatory term. I'm, I'm, that's the name of the... That's the brand name of the puppets they use on that television programme. It's an autistic Muppet. I woke up in a Soho doorway, a policeman knew my name. He said, you can go sleep at home tonight if you can get up and walk away. I staggered back to the underground and the breeze blew back my hair. I remember throwing punches around and preaching from my chair. Well, who are you? Are you? Come on, Adam. I really want to know. That's it, boy. Come on. Oh, tell me, who are you? Because I really want to know. Leave it to me. I took the tube back out of town, back to the rolling pin. I felt a little like a dying cow with a stick of tin. I stretched back and I hiccuped. I look back on my busy day. Eleven hours in the tin pan. God, there's got to be another way. Well, who are you? I sound like Satchmo. Blimey. Oh, tell me, who are you? 
I'm not going to be able to do another two and a half hours of radio after this. Oh, tell me, who are you? Ah, who the flip are you? Oh, jeez. Hang on. Let me just get my breath back, Alan. I've forgot to do I do sound like Satchmo and that. That's, that's, um, t- imagine being Roger Daltrey. He's been doing this for about 50-odd years. Hang on. He's gone forever. And he's only tiny. <clears throat> I'm a big fella and I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you feeling, Alan? I'm feeling you th- fine. You think we can make it to the end? Definitely. Jeez, there's another two and a half minutes. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. There we go. Ready? <clears throat> Not yet, not yet. Oh, Jesus, here we go. Who are you? Jesus. Take it, Alan. Keep going. Bit more. I'll have a drink of water. It's like a ventriloquist act. You keep going, then I'll drive this baby home. Nearly there. Here we go. Yes. We've done that bit now, Alan. Here we go. You you do this bit. You do this bit. Here we go. Now. Bit more. <laughs> I really want to know. Ah, who the flip are you? <laughs> yeah. Ah, tell me who are you? This bit. Ooh, I really want to know. Come on, tell me who are you? You, you, who are you? So this autistic um, muppet they've got. That's not me being offensive. It's the trade name of the uh, the puppets they use. Tell me about it. What's it called? Her name's Julia. Oh yeah. And. She does things differently to all the other cousins. But when Big Bird said hello to her, she just ignored him and carried on with her painting. Has anyone else ever actually seen Mr. Snuffleupagus? Well, Snuffy? Yeah. I haven't seen Snuffy. Oh, well, only Big Bird can see Snuffy. That's a bit unusual. Yeah. And then Snuffy goes off and makes adult movies. It's a, it's a deep reference, but some of you sickos will get it. And also... Could that bring me to a question? Could Big Bird be under the influence? I didn't understand that, so I'm just going to ignore it. I stopped watching it when they got rid of Mr. Hooper. Uh, didn't they have to have played him died? Probably. Probably murdered by Snuffy. 
and filmed. Thank you very much for that, Alan. 0344 499 is the telephone number. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 I'm being reliably informed that Mr Snuffleupagus is on Twitter and only follows Big Bird. Um, Tom is on the line. Good evening, Tom. Hello, Mr. Ian Lee. How are you doing? I'm very well, Mr. Tom. Thank you for... Actually, I'm not. I'm not well. My elbow, honestly, and I don't want to keep going on about this, but my elbow is absolutely killing me. And I had um, some company got in touch on Twitter and said, well, Ian, sorry to hear you've got tennis elbow. What are you doing to treat it? And I saw, I clicked on their thing, and they make things to treat tennis elbow. So I replied... I'm not doing anything yet, dot, dot, dot. And they said, well, we have a great product, which you could get. And I said, well, if you'd like to send me a free one, dot, dot, dot. And they replied, you can buy them online. So I muted them. I'm a big big star. I can give them untold promotion. But as as a result of their um, rudeness, I shall not. Shame. Shame indeed, Uh, Tom. What have you got for us? Um, I was just giving you a call about, I heard you talking about um, Chris Gethard earlier and his uh, Beautiful Anonymous podcast. Yes, it's good, isn't it? Um, I've only just yeah, discovered I, it. I, I always liken your show to his, because I, I listen to quite a few podcasts, and people say, oh, you know, what would you recommend? And I say, oh, Ian Lee, uh, Chris Gethard, quite similar, if you like that kind of thing. But I, I'm surprised it took you this, while, this well, long to find no it. Because no one told me to- Tom! Hang on a minute. Because no one told me, Tom, I've been asking people to recommend shows that are, are like this, and it's, it's not wildly like it, but I can see similarities, and no one told me about it. It might, yeah, the problem might be that when, when you say, uh, send your links, you don't click on them. Well, 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 okay, if we're gonna be, uh, pendants about this, I don't say, send me links, I say, tell me about shows that are like this. So, Tom, I, I expect a written apology. But no, it's brilliant, and I've, I've, I've only listened to three quarters of one, um, but even just reading the, the description on iTunes, I knew I was gonna absolutely fall in love with it, and it hasn't let me down at all, he's brilliant! So I'm really hoping we can get him on the show in New York. You'll, you'll have a great time listening to all of them because they're all so different as well. Some some of them have had me in tears. Some How of does it work? Is he does he post like a phone number? Because I've not really read a lot about it. Does he post a phone number somewhere and people just ring in and he yeah he just it? he just tweets it out. He just tweets it out when he's on when he's recording and then wow. people call in and then yeah they go from there. But some of them have had me in tears. Yeah. Some of them have me in stitches of laughter. Well, the one yeah, I'm listening to is, is, is this, this lad who's suffered from depression and he's been on all these different treatments and he's been suicidal, but he's got a new girlfriend um, and he doesn't really get on with his dad because his dad's a devout Christian. And then he kind of lets slip that um, his dad used to do um, people smuggling. And he, it's, well, no, he used to um, fake up uh, green cards for them. And it's just brilliant. This is this is my theory, Tom. And it's 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 borne out by this show and it's borne out by, by Chris's show. Um, Everyone's got a story. Yeah. Everyone has got a story. What was I list? I, I read an interview with someone, and they said everyone's got a story. Oh no, I know exactly who it was. It was the fella behind S Town and Serial. I think it was. It was the fella behind uh, S Town. I've, I've not listened to S Town yet. It did get recommended the other day, but I've not given it a listen yet. Um, I liked it. I found the ending quite disappointing, though. No spoiler alert, guys. No sp- spoiler alert for me. Don't worry. Um, I, I, I found the, it, the, it sounded incredible. I mean, the production is incredible, but they've got about 25 people working on it. 
Um, and it will have a huge budget because it, it had 17 million downloads in the first week. Um, I just found the ending. I, expe- I, I was hoping for a bit more from the ending. And, and, and in my eyes, I found it a bit disappointing. But he said in an interview with Miranda Sawyer, the guy that does does serial in S-Town, he said, everyone's got a story, but they don't all deserve to be on the radio or something like that. And I thought, no, no, you're no, you're wrong. They're not all good enough to be on the radio. Something like that. I, said, I thought, no, no, you're wrong. I, I, my theory is everyone's got a story and they are all worthy of being broadcast. It's my job, it's the host's job to kind of get to that story and to, to, to nudge it out. And if I don't get to that story, that means that I've failed. I haven't quite done my thing. Um... So I disagreed with him quite strongly on that, but, um, yeah, no, it was good. It was good, this, uh, Beautiful Anonymous. I'm, I'm thrilled, uh, that I've got that to dive into and, um, Radio Lab as well, which just, it, the, the one I heard just blew me away. So I'm, I'm very, very excited about those. Do you know if Chris is still doing his, um, he did a live show. He was over for two weeks at the Soho Theatre in yeah. February recently. Oh, it was so that he, recently, was it? Do, yeah, February, I think it was. Um, if he's still doing that show whilst whilst you're in New York, I definitely recommend it. It's called um, Career Suicide. Yes, he's, he, well, he's filmed an HBO special for it, and I've seen the trailer uh, for it. It's on his Twitter feed. But um, yeah, I, 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 I'm going to have a look out for that, Tom. So um, yeah, nice one. Thank you, mate. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, give it a go. It's all about mental health, and yep. it's very open. Oh, I, the, well, the trailer yeah. is him say, talking about how um, he um, takes um, antidepressants, and they um, have side effects that no one ever talks yeah. about. And I mean, I would imagine—I've not seen the full routine. I would imagine one of them, the side effects he talks about, is the fact that if, if you're a bloke, it's really hard to ejaculate. Yeah. And the only place I've ever, <laughs> no, I've only no. ever heard that spoken about in two places. One was on this show and one was, um, a stand up routine by one of the kids in the hall. I think it's Dave Foley where he talks about it. And I've never, even my, um, even my doctor, when he goes through the, the side effects, doesn't mention, by the way, you won't be able to come. Um, and no one mentions that. No one mentions that. And and when you're, you know, as, as, as Dan, who tweets the show quite often, says, it's like um, running a really, really good marathon, and then they just keep moving the finishing line. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly, it's exactly it. But um, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look out. I'm, I'm really glad I've, I've, I've finally stumbled onto this young man, um, unfortunately, eight weeks after he's been in the actual country. But hopefully when we're in New York, we'll get to grab him and get him on the show. And we've got... I tell you what, Tom, we've got, we, we, I'm getting in touch. I'm learning Americanisms. I'm reaching out. I'm reaching out to loads of um, kind of small podcasts and, and, and medium-sized podcasts, and we're getting a brilliant reaction. So I, I think, really hope and think that we're going to be able to introduce um, some shows that maybe you haven't heard and other people haven't heard. So um, stay tuned, man. Good stuff. Nice one, Tom. Thank you, mate. Take care. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Yes, Cleo. Hello, dude. Yes. Um, what's your earliest memory? My earliest memory. That's an excellent question, and I can answer it very precisely. My earliest memory is of me in the living room of my house at one hundred and twenty Monksfield Way on the Britwell Estate in Slough. Oh, I gosh. have my back to the television and the window we had a wooden coffee table and i am kneeling at one end of the coffee table peering round to the right i can see my mum sat down on her chair and i am thinking i remember exactly what i'm thinking i'm thinking i 
am three. And that's it. It's the earliest memory. What a great memory. <laughs> I'm thinking, I am three. And it's the first memory I've got, and it's a brilliant one. It is a beauty. Um, the reason I ask is because, um, well, I think it was Alan who mentioned the Muppets. Yes. My first memory, um, I don't know what age I was, but I know I couldn't speak properly. Well, um, um, Cleo, that, I, that could have been... Uh, no, I won't make the joke. I won't make the jokes. Aye, 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 here we go. Aye, aye, aye. You, sometimes you tweet me stuff, and I, even in, even in your t- when you tweet me, I have no idea what you're saying. Because I saw sometimes tweet in Geordie, you see. I know, don't! Tweet in English! I, I can't help, that's the fact. Tweet in English! <laughs> I'll try. Um, but anyhow, I was sat... Isn't and it I funny, remember on, my tw- on my Twitter feed, um, the, the Muppets have just popped up. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Very odd. I was sat... Yes? With, I had a bendy toy of Kermit. Yes. And it was about the size of me, because I was only a wee nipper. Yeah. I used to sit, like you, in the sitting room. But I was... I remember sitting next to me brother, yes. with me legs crossed. Uh-oh. Next to me, bendy Kermit. Yes. Watching the Muppets... Oh. And watching Kermit on the screen, <clears throat> singing, dancing, doing the Kermit thing. Yes. And keep looking at me toy and thinking, why is he not doing that? Oh. And I try. I remember trying to get me brother's attention to say, why is he not doing that? So your first memory is of the um, I- immense disappointing and ennui that we feel when we realise that commercial products we bought, thinking they would make us happy, actually add nothing to our lives. If anything, they subtract from it. I like to think I was that profound as a baby, yeah. but I don't think I was. It's a profound thought. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> profound what? thought. But I, I, I told me brother this... Um, few years ago, as an adult, and he actually remembered it because he said you went, you were just shouting, and you, like, you started, like, like, trying to thrust the, the Muppet in his face, and saying, I was trying to say, why is he, and he said after that you went off the Muppet, so the board is it. Did you hear why, um, did you, is, this is sad, did you hear why Miss Piggy Stop. I'm literally making this up. I'm making a gag up, and it's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. Did you hear why, um, Miss Piggy, um, dumped Kermit the Frog? I see, I do know a Kermit and... and well, let's hear your punchline. Let's hear your punchline, Cleo, that fits that. Uh, I know, I know, I've forgotten it. Though, well, then, thing, then, so then let me tell you my yeah. joke, which I've just made up, because I'm a comedy genius. So, let's go yeah. again. <clears throat> it might leave me the same one as Did well. Did so you... Yeah, did you hear? Did you hear the sad news? Uh, no. Did you hear why Miss um, Piggy um, dumped Kermit the Frog? Nah. She caught him looking at frogs porn. <laughs> That's actually quite good. Have you seen the? Um, that is good. Frogs, frogs spawn. It, it frogs porn. The dirty, dirty. It's a, it's um uh, it's clever. That it's a clever frogs porn. It's very good. Thank you. Have you ever seen? Have you seen the documentary called? Um, no, the one about I'm, Big Bird. No. Yeah. I, start, oh. I started watching. I thought, nah, I can't be bothered. May you have no, to? No. Don't pursue it. No. There's a couple of reasons no, why. No. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. I thank you, Claire. I started watching it. I couldn't be bothered. Partly because the the person who operates Big Bird is called Carol, and it's a bloke. That is not. That is inappropriate naming. Inappropriate naming. 
344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So, um,. You know, I'm struggling with weight at the moment, and it's partly the, because of the, the pills I'm on. I'm on, on um, oh, I'm on metazapine. My doctors, I mean, bloody hell. They're, they're, well, they're, um, I'm on metazapine, and I've, I kind of started in February, January, February, um, on venlafaxine as well, antidepressants. And um, I get them prescribed by... I, I go and see a private psychiatrist, guys, but I don't see him very often because I can't really afford it anymore. I'm not, I, I started seeing him when I was on the telly. That's how long I've been nuts. Um, but he um, is, is, is brilliant. What psychiatrists do, and it took me a long time to get this. Psychiatry, you don't go, go and sit. You go and sit and talk with the psychiatrist, but they don't. They're they're not like therapists or counsellors. They don't do the. Hmm, well, tell me about your mother. Then they don't do that. That's therapists and counsellors. Uh, what a psychiatrist does is he is the um, drug prescriber. So he'll sit and listen and he'll, want, he'll take him what's going on. He goes, right, well, I think these drugs in this combination is what... Is, that's what they do. It took me ages to work that out. Um, so he put me on this venlafaxine. And he writes a letter to my GP and says, right, I've, I've put him on this and this and this is how much he needs to take. And, blah, 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 blah. and every time he writes him a letter, that my GP's balls it up. And so I had to go and get a new prescription today. And they didn't have the venlafaxine. They had the metazapine, didn't have the venlafaxine. Anyway, why am I telling you that? Oh, yeah, because I'm putting on weight because of these drugs, right? But the venlafaxine, last thing on this, kind of, it, it works better than the drug I was on previously in terms of weight. It's, it's a slightly better combination, the way it locks in. But um, I put it on weight. And so I'm going to the gym, and I went to the gym today, and I went to the gym on Sunday and Saturday. I couldn't walk after Sundays. I couldn't walk today, but I thought, if I don't go today, I won't get to go to the weekend, and I, it will just, I, I need to go and try and do something. So I went to the gym, and you know I'm struggling with weight. I got as high as, I think I used to be under 15 stone, I think. I never used to weigh myself, okay? I just always, if I, if my trousers and belt started getting a bit tight, I would cut out bread and pasta for two weeks and it, it, it would go. Um, but I, I think I was below 15 stone. Anyway, I got as high as, um, 16 stone seven. Oh, which for me is big. And as you get older, it gets a bit harder to shift anyway. And with the drugs, it, it, it changes your metabolism and it makes me, um, uh, not know when I'm, I'm, I'm never satisfied when it comes to food. And, um, where am I going with this? Oh yeah. So my weight, I got it down since changing these drugs. I got it down to 15, eight, then down to 15, six, then down to 15, three. And I was thinking, Ooh, Ooh. I'm going to be below 15 stone in a week. I can feel it. But now it's going back up again. It's going up and up and up. And I, uh, last night I was I was 59. What the hell? And I'm not I'm not really. I, I mean, well, Kath will vouch for this because I, I, I don't eat. I've cut my food. I, I do eat. I've cut my food right down. Chocolate has gone pretty much. There have been a couple of times when I've had a headache. So I've had to have a bit of chocolate to give me a sugar rush to, to counter the headache. But chocolate is pretty much gone. Um, I tend not to eat in the day. Today I had an egg cress sandwich. 
And I don't even like egg and cress. Egg mayonnaise and egg cr- and cress. Um, so I had that. And then I came in and um, we treat myself to a little bit of sushi tonight. I mean, Cash had some sushi and a wrap and some fruit, which I've not had. But every night, my one little treat and a tiny little box. If you're watching on Periscope, you're lucky enough to be able to see this tiny little box of coconut chunks. Coconut chunks. It's my little treat and I like it. And I thought I was being um, dead swanky by eating coconut chunks. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Now I normally finish it before the show, and I came in tonight. I hadn't finished it, so I brought it into the studio. And James Wayne went, "What are you eating?" I went, "Sorry, I don't speak eighties um, uh, common." He went, "What are you? What are you eating?" I said, "Coconut." He said, "Oh, don't eat that. It's bad for your colon." What? He said, "Yeah, coconut is bad for your colon." Well, I'm not shoving it up my ass. I'm eating it. Is it bad for your colon? Is it? And then... Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. And then I'm sat here just eating the last couple of bits and I just glanced over to Periscope where people are watching the show. You can watch the show and see my fantastic new shirt. And yes, I know I look like a French boy. That's why I bought it. Um, Periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. And um, someone went, oh, don't eat. Don't eat coconut. Very, very high in calories. Is it? Is it? Coconut? I thought nuts. Well, I thought nuts were supposed to be good for you, and they were high in fats, but they are high in the good fats for you. That's what I thought. But now it turns out I might be completely wrong. I need... uh, Do you love nuts? Are you a nut expert? Um, Why do we call our testicles nuts? Why do we call them nuts? They don't look like nuts. No, Cass pulling a face. You've seen some funny testicles then. Or some funny nuts. I don't think my... Um, I'm tempted to show them on, on Periscope. I'll hold off. But I don't think... Testicles... Look like nuts. Catherine's um, coming to the microphone. She wants to share an experience with me of... Probably when she was doing it outside just, once. Just so you know, I mean... Yep. Um, the Spanish call them eggs. Well, they look more like eggs in a pouch, yeah. They look more like, like, what do the French call them? La boule? La boule? I don't know. La boule? I've had that conversation. La, because it would be la because it's masculine. Le. La boule? No, le, because it's la more boule. than one. Le. The, but if you, if you only have one nut, la boule? I'm pointing to, to, my, to one testicle. <laughs> I'm touching one testicle, la boule. Okay. Le boule? Le boule? La boule. Le boule? La boule. Le boule, le boule. And that's me saying label the balls. Um, fun with, fun with nuts. The thing about, here's the thing. Katia's phoning him. Here's the thing. 0344-499-1000. Now, not everybody knows this. All right. Because not everybody has studied Le Boule as much as I have. I've only studied my own. When you're a teenage boy, all you've got in terms of sexual contact is your own genitalia. That's it. And you're so desperate at the age of 15, 16, 17, so desperate for any sexual contact, but we just play with yourself. Anyway, here's the thing. They don't tell you about Le Boule. If you hold Le Boule, they move. They move. It's the most remarkable thing. They move independently. You can't control it. Cass nodding, Cass nodding and going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
you hold them and they just move. Kind of crawling around in there. Like those um Mexican jumping beans. You know you know why the beans jump, the Mexican jump because they've got a little bug inside. They've got a little tiny little bug in there. Um, what's the bug called? La Cucaracha. That's it. It's got La Cucaracha in there. And that's why they move. Um, here's a, a pub quiz question for you guys while we're on a roll. Ukulele means um, it's Hawaiian for not little bug. Little, um, don't, ty- don't type it on the screen. What is, um, Katia? Yeah. Katia? Yeah. That's, that's the, the correct response. What is, um, what is, what does ukulele mean in Hawaii? Um, it, I, it, it's a bug. It, it means a jumping flea. It's the jumping flea. Okay. That's what it, it means. Uh, uh, ukulele means jumping flea. There you go. You can have that. Google doesn't exist in this world. I had to get that from the back of my mind like I was in a pub quiz. Ukulele, or ukulele as they say over there, means jumping flea. Jumping flea. Jumping flea. Now, Katia, you have um, must have held many testicles in your time as a French-Belgian. Uh, I'm not sure. Le, le boule? I'm just this. Um, uh, you wanted to know stuff about nuts. That's why I'm calling About you. testicles? About, no, that's not why, because you said, well, you know, I'm eating a lot of nuts. Well, I'm also eating a lot of testicles. Are you? <laughs> um, Here's a question. Here's a question. Here's a question. Right? Yes. And it's not the question you think it's going to be after me talking about eating your own balls. It's but trust me, happening. trust me, every boy has tried it. What? Every no. boy has tried it. And and also, trust me, when you're very flexible at the age of 16, oh, it's God. kind of possible. <laughs> it's kind of possible. Anyway. Did so, you see this movie, Clarks? Where they, they did it, and, and one of them dies doing that. Wowzers. Well, I'm glad I've stopped. I'm certainly not flexible enough now, but, but, but trust me. Trust okay. me, I speak from experience. Well um, but if you were really hungry, Katia... Yeah. Right, I mean, starving, right? Yes. Could you uh, cut off a bit of your own flesh and eat it? No. Um, no. Why? No. Well, b- because there's not much of me. So no, I don't mean. No, I don't mean what? you personally. I mean, could one? Okay. Could one? Oh, I would cut one. a bit of yes. my my buttocks off. Yeah, yeah. I would cut a bit of my buttocks mm-hmm. off. And I would um, cook it over. I, I'm, I'm assuming I've got lighter, lighter or matches. I would yeah. cook it over that, and I would eat it. You, you can do that. You can because there's this scientist um, who operated on himself a few centuries ago. People do. Yeah. People take that. People take their own um, appendix out. Yeah. People do it. People take their own appendix out. That, to me, is... Um, the, that, those guys are heroes. Forget yes. your firemen, your firewomen, yes. your um, ambulance... Um, dr- forget those. It's the people that can remove their own appendix, to me, are true, true heroes, Katia. Congratulations to them. Congratulations to them. Um, I wanted to know about uh, mirrors on the ceiling. Mirrors on the ceiling. Yeah. Pink champagne on ice. Exactly. She said, we are all just prisoners here of our own device. I'll find the tune in a minute. Do to forget. You can check out any time you like, but you can. You can never leave. I've gone into Steve Harley then. I don't know why. So, so what I wanted to know, uh, has anyone got mirrors on their ceilings at all? Well, the only, well, yes, yeah, I've, I've stayed in hotel rooms with mirrors on the ceilings. Okay, 
Really? Yep. <gasps> yep, 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 yep. What kind of hotel? <laughs> a sex hotel. What do you mean, what kind of hotel? A hotel! <laughs> All right. But the only... The only reason... that Because it's supposed to be for sex, right? Uh, so the only person who can see the mirror is either if you're a solo player... Yeah. Or if you're the person that's lying on your back on the bed. So if you're a, if you're a woman... All you're going to see is a man's hairy bum. <laughs> and if you're a man, uh, well, you'll see, you, you would see a nice lady's bottom. So, come see, come sa. Yeah. yeah. No. Etsy ketsy, as they say in Greek. That's what they say in Greek, etsy ketsy. No, they don't say that. What do they say? <laughs> they don't say etsy ketsy. What That's do they say in Greek? They say, um, mm-hmm. um... Uh, is it etsy... Any Greeks listening? Is it etsy ketsy? It kind of means... Up and down. Eh, Etsy Ketsy. Is it Etsy Ketsy? Come see, come see. Etsy Ketsy. I don't know. Well, if there's any Greeks listening, well, the. the, 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 the yeah, yeah. Anyway, mm. Katia, what, you've called in about nuts. And I know about uh, the, the mirrors and the scene. Why are you asking about that, Katia? Has Roger, your fictional boyfriend, no. asked for some? No, not. Ah, uh, well. What? No, <laughs> uh, no, no, yes. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, he was singing about them. Um, and I was thinking, well, really, I don't know. What was the, how did the song go that he was singing? The, 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 the eagle. Oh, the and one we I went, just sang? No, well, yeah, we went to that, uh, Mike, what is it, like, uh, sing-along night. I believe they call it karaoke. No, it's not karaoke. Oh! <laughs> it's, uh, Mike, Mike, Mick, something. Mick, Mick somebody. Well, you won't see someone called Mick and they sang an eagle song. Katia, that really is um, the, the reason that, that the phone-in will never die. Jim will come to you after this Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Hello, dear listener. Uh, 0344-499-1000. So far, we've talked about coconuts and testicles. Oh, some as big as your head. Jim and Hannah, we will come to you after the latest Talk Radio news. Don't forget to tick your radio diaries. Late Nights with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Actors who can't act! There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When new adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I want to settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home so if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat and come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Maybe tomorrow 
Well, 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 I've been, Monkeys fans, I've been sent something I'm not allowed to share with you. Talk of rarities, talk about holy grails. It's not quite the Monkeys Live in Japan 1968, the video. It's not quite Davey Goes Pop, his um, uh, TV special from 1972, but bloody hell. It's so rare, I'd never heard of it until two weeks ago, and I've got it. It's just downloading now, guys. Nope, it's just crashed. Oh, well, never mind. 0344 is the telephone number. Good evening, Jim. Hello, Ian. Hello, Jim. Um, so, I was thinking about actors who can't act. Yes. Reese fans. Who? Reese fans? Um. No, no. I've been, I've been swayed toward him because I saw um, a Cher Meadows film with him in there. was very good. And, yeah, and I thought, oh. well, then in that case, you're, you've, you've argued no. against yourself. Well, but, but it made me think of, um, I just, when I watched uh, Tron, the remake of Tron. Yeah, great movie. I thought... It, I, was, it wasn't I a remake, it was a, it was, hang on, hang on, it wasn't a, a, re- a re- reboot, it was a, reboot. Se- it was a sequel. Yeah, a sequel. So I, I thought it would be very good if he didn't have that scene with Reese fans in it dancing with Daft Punk. That was the scene that ruined it for me a little bit. But then I started thinking about films where they have a little bit cut out of the film. Yes. And it makes the film better. Or not better, but perhaps more suitable. And the other night, I was watching Superman 3 with my kids. Yes. And they were loving Superman 3. They love Superman 1, they love Superman 2. We've never Super, which is, the, is that the one with Richard Pryor in? It is the one. With yeah, Richard it's Pryor a great in, one. Yeah. He's playing a video it game is. to try and zap yeah. Superman. So we were we were watching it. They were they were loving uh, Christopher Reeve in his in his pomp, yeah. and uh, and then Superman Four, of course, filmed in Milton Keynes train station. Oh. <laughs> it was it's it's really. Mil- it's Milton Keynes oh. train station. The whole thing, most of it. There's <laughs> a big there's a big bin. It's Milton Keynes uh, train station. Alan Bennett. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the whole thing was fine and suitable. I thought until. The woman got sucked into the machine oh. and then becomes a robot. Do oh. you remember? I don't remember it, actually. No, I've not seen Superman 3 s- since the 80s. <clears throat> well, you should watch it. Well. But don't watch it with the boys. Oh. Unless you, you, you sense this scene. So I started thinking, why do I remember this film from when I was their age? And then I thought, ah. They cut it out. They used to cut it out, didn't yeah. they? They, yeah. used to, they used to do these special versions. Well, you used no, to get I, quite adult films that would be shown at 5.45 on yeah. a Saturday, and it would all be Mother Fluffer, you Mother Fluffer. I've got a website, like Netflix, where I can sign up to those films, like the Goonies without oh. the swear words in. Oh, really? Because um, Goonies is filthy! Yeah, yeah, get those swear words out, and it's a fine film to show children. Hang on, where is this website that shows the um, TV-friendly versions of uh, naughty movies? It doesn't exist. Someone should make that website. Oh. Um, Where's the Lost Ark? I remember watching that as a child. You can't watch that with your children. Someone, no, I don't remember Raiders of the Lost Ark very well. I remember I didn't like it. But someone told me there's a massive plot flaw in it, in the... If he just let the Nazis get the Ark in the first place, they would all die anyway, instead of dying at the end of the film. Spoiler alert. Yeah, well, Lord of the Rings, um, a a dragon, I think, approaches them in the first film, and if they'd have got a lift to where it takes them in the last film, then the whole series didn't need to happen. Never watched it, never watched it, never will. Life's life's too short for Lord of the Rings. Literally, literally, two hours in, I was thinking, I'm never going to get this time back. 
Yeah. Yep. Well, I was going to watch Lord of the Rings when they all. My plan was when they all came out on DVD, was to get the director's cut, extend of it, all all of them, um, get stoned and watch them, and then I stopped yeah. taking drugs, which is a, the good thing to do, yeah. guys, because it's it, yeah. it rots your brain. And I thought I don't want to watch these straight. I can I can't be bothered to watch these straight. Oh, may I suggest Malbec? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you don't drink? No, oh. don't do none of that. Don't do... That means I've got to watch... If, if a film is boring, I have to sit through a boring film. That's it. And there's then, no, there's no way of making it a little bit more no, fun or psychedelic. <laughs> um, I also, when I was a kid, I must have been 10. Yes. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Oh, now, yeah. Now, I remember Beverly Hills Cop being fine to watch. That's a... But no, that was because they edited it for TV. I would so love I to see those TV. I would yeah. like to see Netflix... Yeah, where they put where they cut out the swear words. I would love. I would. Do you know what? I totally. One of my favourites is. I mean, it's such a good film, and it gets it gets really overlooked in Robert De Niro's very patchy um, catalogue of work. Is um, yeah, usually uh, up and down. Well, up and d- down for the last thirty years, flipping it. But um, it's a film called Midnight Run. Have you seen it? I have not. Seen oh, Midnight mate, Run. it's brilliant. Yeah. I think it's like his first or second comedy, right? And right. It, he is a bounty hunter that's trying to get Charles Grodin, right? And it sounds awful. It probably, it's probably after the King of Comedy. It sounds awful. It's a, it right. is so funny, but it oh, is really? so sweary. But I again, I remember this being on for five forty-five BBC One on yeah. a Saturday afternoon, and so when I watched it again as an adult, I couldn't. It, I mean, it's f this, f that, it's, and it, and that's partly oh, what makes it so funny. Is, is Robert De Niro? There's a brilliant line in it where the, 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 he's got to get him across country, and Charles Grodin goes, "I can't go on a plane. I can't remember what the word is for. I'm afraid of flying." But he, he says, "I've got such and such phobia," and De Niro goes, "You're going to have fistophobia in a minute," and it's just such a delicious. <laughs> line it's such a good film midnight run i love it but do you know what the epitome was of the films being shown at eight o'clock at night yeah. that shouldn't have been shown at eight o'clock at night? it was robocop do you remember the, the television edited version i don't of know i don't i don't know if i've ever seen robocop what the film You've i don't seen think robocop? I, don't, I don't know if i i don't know if i have i don't know if well, i have there's a scene where uh he's shooting someone and he repeats the words, F me, F me, F me. Now, it, they have to show it at 8 o'clock. So he says, why me, why me, why me, over and over again. Um, really badly dubbed as he's definitely saying an F with his mouth. There's, <laughs> um, brilliant. And you're going to be a bad mother crusher. We watched um, the original Ghostbusters with the boys. Yep. And that's, that's another one. It's quite this rapey. The, with the Dan Aykroyd team with the, the ghosts that, yeah. that relates him. Yeah. But and then there's the scene There's a scene at the beginning with, with Bill Murray when he's doing the psychic test on the woman and the, the man. And he's basically, he's trying oh, to coerce her into having sex with him. Yeah, well, I, when I, I watched it again recently, and I never picked up on one of the best jokes in the film. And, and it's where he comes back to her house, and he's looking around it, and he says, uh, this is the fridge, this is that. And he says, the, but what's this room? And she says, that's the bedroom. But nothing ever happened in there. And he says, what a crime. <laughs> it <laughs> is I a bit... I didn't pick on that when I was a kid. That, that's a great Have joke. you seen... Um... The, the Ghostbusters with the, 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 with the women yeah, in. With the women. Yeah, well, I've got two daughters who I live alone with, so I try and uh, entertain them as much as I can. And we went to the cinema to watch the... Was it any good? For the girls. Yeah. 
It was enjoyable. Because yeah, I wanted to like see it, and I know it got really show. bad press, but I, I no, thought it was a lot of it was just being mean. From, yeah, I thought there was mean press, and I thought, if you look at Kevin Smith, he said it was fantastic, and like, loads of decent people, yeah. so it was good. I yeah. thought it was good. Yeah. And uh, the guy who played Thor, I don't know his name, the actor. What, Thor? Thor? In yeah, the Thor, Thor movies? Yeah, yeah. He, he's in it, <laughs> and he's the funniest thing in it. Is he's, he? He's brilliant. Yeah, genius. Yeah, yeah. really well casted. Nice one, Jim. That was an excellent call, mate. Thank you very much indeed. And that's how the show works. You can call in about absolutely anything. He's right, though. I'd love to see... They, they, they should have... I mean, you get those... Um, those Channel 5. Now, I know I do work for Channel 5, so far be it from me to, uh, to knock them. But sometimes when they show a movie on a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon... The quality of it is so poor. You 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 wonder if they just uh, you know sometimes um, post offices and, and news agents they, they they have a box of VHSs from when they used to be video rental and you can buy them for a quid. You do wonder if if the head of Channel Five has just gone down to um, to the local post office and 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 seen there's a box of VHSs and, and offered them a fiver and showing them because they're really bad quality sometimes. Anyway, Hannah, stay there. Come to you after this. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We're having one of those shows where anything goes, guys. Anything goes. Uh, you can call in about absolutely anything that you want. Good evening, Hannah. Oh, hang on. There's a, there's a buzz. Let me plug my lead in. I've been sent. I've been sent actual treasure, and I, I need to. Anyway, Hannah. Good evening, Hannah. It's sixteen minutes past eleven. It's Wednesday evening. It's talk radio. It's the home of the hits. It's um, today's better music mix. Um, oh, by the way, on the bank, not the next, but not the first bank holiday coming up. The bank holiday on May the first. Me and Kath are working on something very, 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 very special for Radio Geeks. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not saying any more. I'm not oh. saying any more. It's got, we've, got, we've, we've captured lightning in a bottle, and um, it's something very, very special. That's all I'm prepared to say, Hannah. Please continue with your call and don't refer back to what I've just said. Oh, top secret. Top secrets. Kushti, kushti. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Say no more. Okay. Right. Before the news, you're talking about balls... What a, what, a, what a difference from uh, the call 24 hours ago. Huh? Huh? <laughs> yes, I was. Well, I was talking balls. Yeah. Well, you're talking about balls. Yes. Well, I'm going to talk about bum holes now. Oh, sweet Lord Jesus, no! Um, well, you were talking about losing weight, right? Yes. Have you had it? I'm well, hovering over the, fa- the fader, yes. Okay. You don't need to. Well, I'll, anyway. be, I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> well, you know you said you're about losing weight. Yes. Um, well, you, you might want to have something stuck up. Still there. Hmm, would I now? Why would I want... I took, I faded that down because I could see where that was going. It was going to a very dark place. Uh, literally, your... I meant... Oh, there we are. Yay! Whoa! <clears throat> I don't want to have something stuck up um, my jacksy to help me lose weight. What, what is that? What, what is that nonsense? The enema thing. Night! <laughs> Channel 4 wanted um, uh, me to go on their uh, programme, Celebrity Enemas, and I said, you know what, I ain't that desperate to be back on TV, so I don't think so, guys. Um, what even if they paid you? Hey! Oh, whoa! Hey! Hey! Yeah! 
No. Did you dump that? <laughs> no, no I, uh, I'm, I'm excellent at riding the fader. Um, just like uh, an Elema tube is not excellent at riding me. That's never going to happen. It's, I tell you why it's not going to happen, because I read an article about it when it was all the rage about ten years ago. Yeah. And it was an article in one of the Sunday supplements. It was a good one as well, not, not, not the mail or anything like that. And um, the reporter interviewed someone who'd had it done, and they said a marble dropped out. And I thought, well... Um, <laughs> Why would you... Uh, it's not natural. Enemas... Uh, there's a marble up there. They'd swallowed a marble, and it had never come out. They'd swallowed it as a kid. It had never come out. And and it was, and, oh, um, a, a marble. And marble. Oh. They'd swallowed it as a kid. It never came food. out. They put it up there. Wish, wash, wash. Out it came. So, no. It is never happening. It is not normal. It is not natural. If God had intended us to have tubes up our bum, then um, he would have invented... No, he hasn't. Oh, God, he's invented the technology. God wants us to have a tube up our bum. Yeah, well, he... No, he didn't. They, no, ah! That's, um... If anyone's ever had that done, please don't call in and tell me about it, because you're sick. You're sick. People go to, like, Thailand and have it done. It's thousands of pounds. No, that's not a holiday. That's not a holiday. Good evening, Katie. Hello, sweetheart. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. Hip, hip, hip. Hurrah! Huzzah! (laughs) How's the elbow? Yes, it's, um, it's getting worse. Oh, really? But I'm still going to go to the gym, even though I'm thinking about it. It was probably the gym that caused it. Repetitive strain injury? Yep. That's what it could be. That's what it can be. Um, but, no, it, yeah, it really hurts. And um, I, but, but I tell you what it's good for. Because well, I work with, with Catherine, who is absolutely one of the nicest people we can work with. But sometimes, and she's going to start blushing when I say this, but I'm going to say yeah. it anyway. Sometimes she really gets on my nerves. <laughs> so I've discovered a new... Trick, when she's really getting on my nerves, or I want to go and play on my Nintendo Switch, or listen to music on YouTube, I just, she'll be talking, I go, oh, my elbow. And because she's quite cold lady, she's not interested in other people's pain. She turns away, (laughs) and I go, and then I have a little, Catherine, you're looking like you want to say something there. What is it? What is it you want to to contribute, please? Catherine, you're getting quite cross with Ian now. Catherine? She's um, looking down. She Ian, like, can I tell you something? Looks like she's typing a strongly worded email. I'm, I'm hoping that's not to <laughs> HR. Uh, <laughs> yes, Katie, you can tell me. Ow. Ian. Yes? I have, I've kind of, I'm a musician. Oh, okay? I'm sorry to hear that. And I've kind of, <laughs> I know, I've kind of written you a little bit of a rap tonight. Oh, God. I know. Oh, God. Can I, am oh, I permitted? Oh, God, it's going to be awful, isn't it? Probably. Here's the thing, because a rap is like a poem, and I hate poems on the radio. Oh, no. Aye. But this is a lovely poem for you. Well, it's... Uh, ah, you've just confessed it's a poem. Well, no, it's, it's a rap. Well, I'm not a rapper, rap, but, you know. Well, I, 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 if it, it goes wrong, I will never ring you up again. I... Oh, God, because <laughs> my instinct is saying... My, here's what... Here, uh, let's put the, the cards on the table. Let's get the Uno okay. cards on the okay. table. My instinct is saying, cut her off now. But... <laughs> well, but, you've done that before. Yes, yes, no, that's correct. <laughs> but, but when you don't put the finger up on me, that's all. Oh, OK, well, well, back to Hannah's call. But... <laughs> um, but I'm also acutely aware that we have no other callers. So I tell you what we're going to oh, do. Really? No, I tell okay. you what we're going to do. Is we're going to give it... It's now 11.22 and 14... 15, 16 mm. seconds, right? Mm. Let's give it until 11.24. <laughs> no. 
because there's a delay and all that. And if mm. people... It's not fu- rude. There's no swear words in there or no, anything. That, yeah. Um, if no one has called in by 11.24 with something better to say, and you and I will be the judge of whether they're better or not. What, you and me or you and Carl? Me and you. Okay. Me, me and me. Oh, okay. Um, if no okay. one's called, they've got a minute and 15 seconds to do it. 0344 499 1000. If nobody has called in within the next 70 seconds with something that we both agree, Katie, is better than your rap. I will never say it's then, better than Well, yeah, you never know. Yeah. Then, yes, I will let you do it. If they do call in and we agree that it's better, then we'll see. So we've got 60 seconds. Well, now we've got about 60, yeah. 0344 499 1000. Do you you're think, dear listener. Yes, it is desperation. Do you think... Everyone wants me to do the rap. Well, no, maybe everyone's just switched off because (laughs) they know there's going to be a rap. 0344. (laughs) 499 1000. No, bring it. You all want to hear the rap. Shut up. Oh, yeah. No, no. If you've got 33 seconds, no one's called in yet. We need to do the rap. Oh, God. 30 (laughs) 30 seconds. Here we go. 30 seconds. You could just make it up, couldn't you? What, the phone call? Could be a... I would never, I would never fake a phone call on this show. What do you think I am, BBC Local Radio? No, no. It must be like ten seconds now, is it? Uh, we've got eleven, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, even Paul from Stoke Poges isn't calling in. Three... Two, one, it. on your head be it, listener, okay, this is so Katie's rap. rap. called Ian Lee. You worked with Donovan, her name was Daisy. Your head right then was a little bit crazy. Paparazzi followed you, didn't let your snooze tick in lots of things. Probably whiskey and booze. Mm-hmm. Eleven o'clock sure. Sweet and bitter. Now, because of that, you really hit Twitter. Flipping calf on the chair. She doesn't really listen and she does really care. Don't put your finger up at me. I'm not being mean. I'm sorry. Don't put your finger up. I'm not being mean. I'm trying to be a doctor, but not behind the screen. The Telus elbow is so very sore, but my venous vaccine is quite a bore. Whatever we do, I'm just being me. I'm great. I'm fab. I'm just Ian Lee. Woo! Are you there? Oh. <laughs> We're saying we love you. You've got you've got crap going on. It's great. Yeah. Hey. Is that right? Or is that was that awful? I'll t- embarrassing. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what we'll do. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Well, it was well. Um. You, I thought you said you were a musician. Anyway. <laughs> you cheeky. Boy. No. What we'll do? Hang on a second, Paul. Yes. Where were you when I needed you, man? When I don't need you, I can't get rid of you. When I needed you, you weren't there. Because I wanted to leave it to the last ten seconds, just to leave you hanging on. Yeah, was that was that awfully embarrassing? I was that okay. I was trying to big you up, Ian. Paul, what did you think of it? Uh, oh. Mm. Oh. oh, come on, Paul. Come on, Paul. Fair enough. She's allowed that. You you heard her out. She she did it. That's fair enough. Fair. Hang oh. on a minute. You oh, heard her. She did it. Fair enough. <laughs> 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 that is the, that is the the biggest cop out I have ever heard in my life. What do you mean? Okay, the it, wasn't, it wasn't the greatest. It oh, was. it wasn't. But you know, all the things you've been talking about on the radio today yes, yes. about the venlafaxine, which incidentally I've been on. Yes. No undeloxetine. Yes. Venlafaxine didn't do much for me. Yes. But um, you know, I just thought I'd put it all on um, a 
weird rap that obviously maybe worked. I'm not quite sure what you thought. Oh, of I it. just, I, his, his, honestly, I thought what you, I thought it was an excellent effort. I don't, I don't <laughs> like um, poetry on the radio. Okay, well, sorry, Ian. Is her name Katie? Did you say? I don't know. Why didn't you ask her, Paul? <laughs> is it is it Katie? It is, Katie, but you've got to really like what I've just done. Oh, yeah, I, I write loads of rubbish all the time. No, don't say it, Paul! Don't say fine. that! It's fine by right, me. You've got to Paul. come up with something equally as better than that, Paul. Yeah, Paul, go and beat be that, next Paul. In ten minutes, otherwise okay, I win. Okay, right, a joke, okay, a joke then that I wrote yesterday. Oh, sweet Lord God, this is turning <laughs> into bloody amateur hour at Batley okay, Leisure right, Centre. Go on. Okay, ready? Yes. Ready? It's yeah. only short. Yeah. Is it, is it okay. racist? Go on, no, go on. Oh, that's a shame. No. Never mind. Carry on. Chinese food, yeah? Oh. We all have Chinese food. Mm, it's going to be a bit rich. Now, Chinese yeah. food should be super healthy, really. Why is that, but, Paul? But, but the way people in this country, it, they eat it like it's totally bad for you, because they eat it like fat choy. That was really rubbish. I didn't and get it. They eat it. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was the, hilarious. The rap was better than that joke. Just yeah, thank you. They, well, they eat it like pak choy. <laughs> choy, I said. That what? Like fat choy. Yeah, what? rubbish. But what does that mean? Because, oh, God. It means nothing. It's not funny. It's, it's not. not it's just what you just said. Words, rap. Paul. Whereas Katie's Katie's rap was rubbery. You're welcome. Okay. All right. Finally. Okay. Finally. Finally, right. <laughs> yes. Funny. Uh. The old, the, the most old, famous guy in Coron- character in Coronation Street. Yes. Yeah. Does not come from Manchester. He yeah. comes from Buckinghamshire. Is this his a name joke? Is Ken, his name is Ken Marlowe. Paul. Jeez. Oh, is, is your name Paul? Yes. <laughs> Are you on the D? <laughs> you know what? Are you on the D? No, I could, no, no. I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't take any flaming drugs. Well, maybe you oh. should. Uh, far be it for me to recommend uh, illegal drugs, Paul. But maybe, maybe you'd benefit from them. I don't. So I win. I Ian, don't, don't yeah, Katie, I out I of win. out of the talent contest between you and Paul, yes, Katie, you oh, win. Thank you. Thank guys. you, Katie. Nice <laughs> to speak to you. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay. Believe me, Ian. Right, you're talking about antidepressants and things like that. Yes. I've, yeah, mirtazapine, sertraline, yep. sertraline. Yep. Oh, I didn't like the sertraline. Yeah. Gave me the gave me the, the shaky legs. Yeah. T- okay. Right. Okay. I, I've I've had them all in my life. Right. Oh. I, I'm totally connected to you. Yeah. Well, hang on a minute. Back away okay. from that statement. All right, mirtazapine. Yes. Sends you to flipping sleep constantly. Yeah. yeah? Be- well, when you take it, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. No. Just no. Yes. You don't, Yes, I want it to send me to sleep. Okay, how about some sodium valparate then? What? How about some sodium valparate then? Why, you you selling? (laughs) Do you know what was... You were talking about nuts, yeah? Not your book, but nuts that you eat. Yes. Okay, what has helped me recently to to help me with side effects from coming off them is eating sesame snaps. Thanks so much for calling, Paul. Tell the truth. 0344... (laughs) Total truth. Oh, I need to sort out my hotkeys because I really wanted to. Um, um, is it this? No, hang on a minute. No. Hello, Mark. No, that's not it. I forgot to back my swimsuit. Nope. Kazumba. No. Just be in bed. Wait, no. Is it? Are you mad? Close. 
Um, total Truth reminded me of... This is a... Find me on five. No, it was this. They've cancelled Brexit. That's what I meant to play, but if... Imagine it snappier. Here's some ads. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Boy Lee, do you want to come in and come in and um, ride this pony with me, huh? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You can still call in. If you call in, you'll speak to Emma. She'll take your details. She'll give you a call straight back, guys. How's about that? That could happen. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. Periscope's off, Catherine, because um, as I was downloading a huge file, it crashed the internet. Yeah, you knocked my internet out as well. Did I? Yes. Wow. Repeatedly. Like, like an EM burst. What do they call it? No, what's it, the EM bomb? What do they call it? EM. P- EMP? What is it called? In movies they have it. Um, and it, it, it knocks out all of the electrical things. Um, and um, Jack Bauer uses it sometimes in 24 so we can... Is he downloading monkey stuff as well? Well, no. Honestly, this is, I can't even say on air what it is, OK? But this is absolute treasure. No one has ever seen... Well, this, if anyone's seen it, they haven't seen it in 40 years and they've not seen it outside of New Zealand. And it is amazing. Caramba. It is amazing. And I'm, and I'm sitting here thinking, can we just finish the show up early so I can go and watch this, please, for all that is uh, is good and holy. So the, the, the doc... Now, I'm so confused with fake news yeah. these days. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's fake. And we're not oh, meant to. That doctor on the plane? Well... They've been talking about a different bloke. Well, now... Have, ha, they? Have, have they definitely been talking? Because I, I read that the, the, the doctor on the plane and he's, he's been sexual offences and he's been, pe- been bribing people for gay sex and all of this kind of oh, stuff. Oh, I thought it was something to do with drugs. Yeah, drugs and gay sex were the headlines I read. I believe uh, the, the, in, the, in the, the, the today's mail. Um, Not that that has anything to do with getting your um, head bashed against a chair and getting oh, look, dragged see, out by page, your Page nine is missing. For, where feet. is this? Where's the... No, I brought both in because I couldn't work out which was the complete one and which one wasn't. Yeah, so page nine of the mail. So this doctor, they want to destroy him. Married doctor dragged from US jet was nearly struck off for trading drugs for gay sex. Medics passed revealed. Like he's got nothing to do with it, even if he had done that. But then I read a a, a thing. Again, I read it on Twitter. That they got the wrong... It's a different doctor. It's a doctor with the same... Name. Well, not even the but same. But different middle names. Yeah. Well, you know, if the first and last name are the same, then we say it's the same name. Mm. Middle names, we don't. They don't count. But he's got quite a long Chinese name. No, hasn't he hasn't. He? That's a bit racist. I'm not. It's not being racist. He's got four names. Yeah. It's not a long Chinesey name. I never said Chinesey. Well, but the the implication was in the tone. Don't. No, that's no. not true. Yeah. Don't try and stitch you me up. said. Don't try and drag long, me down Chegwin Street. You said he had a long. Chinaman name. name. I never said Chinaman. Well, you just said it then, and with a little bit of swift editing, I could make you say it. Not as swift as I am. Um, I'm not. I'm a terrible editor when it um, comes to. Anyway, it might be a different man, but I read it on Twitter, so I don't. I don't believe anything I read on Twitter. Well, I just but, read on Twitter that um, everyone on that flight is getting reimbursed. What for? For having seen that terrible scene. That's stupid. Well. Well, what what the, what he needs? They're trying to, to make do, it go away, aren't they? Remember Rex Hupke, who we had on the the show he's from Chicago, and he's a writer, and he's he's. I think he's so funny. I'm so glad I found him. Um, he wrote a brilliant. Where, let, let me find um, the thing he wrote about. 
he wrote what the head of uh, United Airlines should um, come out and say. Where is it? He's 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 so worth uh, reading. Anyway, um, hang on, bear with me. You, you you sing a little song or something. What's the date today? The twelfth. Okay, so he tweeted it. Did he tweet it today? I don't know. Uh, you read it? Yeah, I did read it. Um, hang on. Here we go. All right. So he wrote a, he wrote a brilliant piece for the Chicago Tribune about what the head of C the, the head of United should say, um, and um, he says, "Mr. Munoz, who is the CEO of United, copy this text, put your name on the bottom, and send it out. Trust me, it's your best shot." And it goes like this. This is what he's saying the, the statement should be from United. Wow. I mean, wow. I screwed this up so bad. I can't even believe it. Everyone's railing against United Airlines, but I'm the boss, and at the end of the day, this is on me. And holy Moses, did I bungle it up. We pulled a dude off a plane. (laughs) What the hell was that? His mouth got bashed, and the security lugs used his limp body to smooth out the carpet in the aircraft. Holy mother of God, that was bad. And mean. Honestly, I don't know what anyone was thinking. I watched the video, and even I was mad at United, and I run United! Offer the guy more money, find another volunteer, heck, rent the flight crew a limo and drive them to Louisville. Do anything, just don't use a passenger's face to test the sturdiness of the jet's armrests. Good freaking grief. So this thing goes viral. And what do I do? I put out a statement saying we had to reaccommodate some passengers. Reaccommodate? <laughs> Where did I get that nonsense from? I don't even know what that word means. I don't even think that's a word for Pete's sake. I just got done mocking those idiots at Pepsi for their wacko Kendall Jenner Black Lives Matter commercial. And what do I do? Something even more stupid. Uh, and it goes on and on and on. And it's just, uh, it, it, it's, it's so funny. And then it, and he goes, um, now I'm going to get back to work and make sure we're an airline that doesn't beat the snot out of passengers. And I'll do whatever is necessary to prove United is better than what you've seen this week. Oh, and just so you know, we serve Coke products in our flights, not Pepsi. And, it's, <laughs> I, and I just think it's so, it goes on and on. It's so long and it's so funny. And Rex, I think, is such a funny writer. We he must, is. Um, a nice guy. We must come up with an excuse to get him on the show again because I thought he was, um, he was brilliant. Um, but yeah, so it may be, it may be a different bloke. But it, I don't. I just. But it doesn't don't... matter, does it? What no. happened to him no. and what he may have done in his past—completely different things. No. And just <laughs> the fact that they needed that seat does not entitle them to drag his face along the floor. But then I don't think everyone else should get the compo. No, that does seem a bit. But they're just but, trying to make. No, they're, they're, no, no, no. What they do is that to that guy and his family, they give him uh, a black card, a United. Card, oh, which if you'd ever want to fly with them again. Well, no, no, no. And they and they offer for the next year, they'll drive him to and from the airport anytime he wants, and he can go anywhere he wants. And if it's a, if there's first class, I don't know, they maybe don't have it on internal flights. But if he wants to go first class, he can go first class. He goes into the members' lounge. And they'll the, promise to let him walk on and off the aircraft on his feet. On, on his feet. <laughs> Uh, and, and that's what that's what I would do if I was that guy. It was do. terrible, though, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it was terrible. But what was the, the most terrible thing, of course, was the woman filming it. Filmed it in portrait. Well, in the I mean, just to. When will we learn, guys, that if there is an atrocity happening in front of you, whether it's a terrorist or it's security, <laughs> just 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 think for a second. I know you want to capture it. Just turn your phones around so it's the same shape as not your TV screen. Not just atrocities, though. Not just atrocities. Yep. Fun things too. Yeah. 
I don't want to see you've been framed with those little blurry well, sidebars on. On the, the the LOL series I do for Channel Five, I always there's a, there's there's always a tone in my voice when the 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 footage of a a cat um, jumping on a man's head and scratching his eyes out. There's always a, a, a snarkier tone in my voice when it's filmed in portrait, not landscape. And rightly so. Uh, yeah. I don't even think those people should be allowed on TV. Even if there's only one person who filmed a suicide bomber at the the top of the Eiffel Tower, um, I would say, yeah, it's good footage, but we're going to pass on this because portrait, not landscape. You muffed it up. You totally, totally muffed it up. I mean, where do, I don't understand where these people get off thinking that that's accepted. I mean, unless maybe you go to their homes and their TVs are like that. They're pointing up it's to the, the sky. It's the only answer. It's got to be. hate it. Absolutely hate it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. Don't forget to tick your radar diaries. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Absolute treasure. Absolute treasure. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're more than welcome to. Um, Catherine joins me in the studio. Yes, Emma I do. is answering the uh, telephones. Have you sorted out your camera troubles? Because you were having camera troubles yesterday. You bought well, a flash camera. Yeah. Very expensive. It was, but I, you know, um, <clears throat> I always had a camera when the kids were really little. I used to take loads of proper photos and yes. now they're just i take silly ones get on, my on this phone. free prints get on the free prints app because i use it and i get these pictures and then they do one where you get a, a, like a, a little flim they'll do a flimsy book and it's it's i think it's 5.99 postage so for for that you get a, a little book with pictures and i took the boys to the lego exhibition and my reminder popped up saying you still got your this month's free book to claim it's three maybe it's 3.99 for the postage i thought oh so i just put all the pictures of the lego exhibition idea. in it and i sent it to address to the boys so the boys will get a little package and they go oh brilliant fantastic little treasure i love it i love it it's the way forward what we're going to do in new york um and we're not quite sure how we're going to do it, but we're going to be recording some elements of the show will be pre-recorded okay so we're going to have bits of the show will still be a phone in and we'll be doing it hopefully from coffee shops from people's houses kind of we'll be using the studios at wfmu for one of the shows um and there will be an element of phone in okay so you'll be able to phone in but for that week it's not going to be the main thrust of the show okay so there will be big bits of it that will be pre-recorded so uh, I think there's a five-hour time difference. We are five hours ahead of New York. So we will be uh, up from about 8 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning, going out um, and meeting people and interviewing people. Cosmo Kramer, who Kramer is based on in Seinfeld, the Bowery Boys, Imani Coppola. We're going to go out and meet those people and interview them. Then by 3 o'clock, we'll, we'll, we'll edit that, send it off to Ed. Then at 3 o'clock, we'll be in our location... No, sorry, at 5 o'clock New York time, 10 o'clock here, 5 o'clock there. We'll be in our location and we'll do the show and we'll play in the pre-recorded bits and pieces as, as, as we see fit. And we'll, we'll, we'll periscope it as well while we're doing the show so you can see it. But also, when we go out and we meet Imani and we meet Cosmo Kramer, uh, Kenny Kramer and we meet all of these people, um, we're going to do a combination of filming bits to put up on Twitter and YouTube and the Facebook page um, and also periscoping. So and so, if if we're interviewing someone at ten o'clock in the morning, that is three o'clock in the afternoon. So just kind of, you know, just kind of be aware that you might get little dings in the day saying Ian is periscoping. Yeah. 
and uh, you can watch us talking. Maybe you know, maybe you'll get to see us talking to Steve Gutenberg. Um, there's a couple of other people I've emailed that have said they are. If they're in New York City, they live there. If they're in New York when we're there, they will definitely do it. There's another. So you're gonna. It's going to be more than just a three-hour radio show. This sounds a bit pretentious, but it isn't pretentious because I mean it. It's going to be more than a three-hour radio show. It's going to be a kind of interactive experience throughout the day from about i would say from about 1 p.m your time onwards there will be things on twitter there will be um periscopes there will be videos going up um you know we want you to see as much of what we're seeing as possible you know so you i mean it's a jolly and there's no there's two ways around it we're going to new york for a week and it's going to be brilliant and we'll see films a month before you do <laughs> but we have already with two months to go we have crammed the days full of stuff and we want you to kind of share it as much as possible i heard from two guys today who are re- i'm quite excited about yes. the ones i wrote to oh yeah um they are the people behind i'm supported.org yes. and one of them was uh, a contestant on America's Next Top Model, oh. male. Oh. And he and his friend, who's an ex-soldier, yes. have started this charity up where it's a kind of homelessness charity. Yeah, yeah. But this is the guy, I mentioned it the other night, they've started making these shelters for the homeless, people who sleep sleep on the streets, that look like dumpsters, Yeah. but they've got heating and Wi-Fi yeah. and solar and panels Catherine's on And going to stay in one of these for I the am. entire time we are in New York. Yeah. Here's an interesting thing, and I was speaking to the New York Tourist Board today, who are being incredibly helpful. I mean, they hope, well, anyway. And, um, that, by the way, they sound brilliant guests that, we, that you've sorted out, and I'm really looking forward to it's meeting awesome. those guys. And, and, and we're going to get to see a bit of, of you know, New York that other people don't get to see. Um, well, they're going to introduce us to the guy who lives in the dumpster. Um, so, uh, obviously, Dave C is back. Dave, what happens when you email us? Just send block there we are um what was the gone oh so the guy from the um, new york tourist board was telling me that airbnb in new york is technically illegal because we were looking at airbnb because he thought it'd be nicer and cheaper to stay there than the hotel actually it probably isn't cheaper because i was just been looking at some hotel prices um and um but but he uh, uh, so i was talking to the tourist guy and i said can you Pointed in the direction of Airbnb, he said, I, I can't even have a conversation with you about it because it's illegal. Unless the, the person who owns the property is staying with you, um, it's illegal. Wow. Which is, which is weird. Why is that? I, I guess it's, well, a lot, a lot of properties in New York are rented. So they'd be subletting. Yeah. Um, so I suppose that's it. But um, I just thought, well, that's maybe Airbnb should do something about. Um, about that they sure are choosy considering it's illegal yeah aren't they just we we've had a couple of knockbacks from people and and the 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 complaint from the first one seemed to be that we were only staying there for six or seven nights whatever it's six nights um uh, uh, and the other guy i i i felt suspicious about both of them Mm. because they both seemed to 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 want to to operate outside of the system i just worked it out yeah well, because you told them that we were a radio show. Yeah. Well, they're doing something dodgy. Oh, it's illegal in yeah, New York. Of course, they're not going to want there to do that. There we go. There. That's what it go. was. That's, that's what it was, Ian, wasn't it? Sorry? Yeah. Hello, Ian. Hi. Hello there, Ian. How are you doing? Are you okay? I'm okay, Ian. 
Yeah, sorry, right, yeah. I was listening to you, uh, you talking about properties in uh, New York and whatever, you know? Yes. Right. You know, you were talking before about that guy on the plane in America, in Chicago. Yes. Don't you think it's a bit strange that he was allowed to get on a plane in the first place? Which, which guy's that? The the guy, well, uh, what I'm getting at is, if you know you've got a certain amount of passengers getting on the plane... And you know you've got a certain amount of crew. Yes. Surely you shouldn't allow all the passengers to go on the plane anyway and take the seats up. Well, you, that you shouldn't oversell flights. That's what they've done. Exactly. They, they yeah. don't sell. Yeah. Yes, you should. No, yes, you, yes, he should have been allowed on, um, but yeah. no, they shouldn't have over, oversold the flights. And it's common practice, and it's it's stupid. So they've been profiting on that for years and years and years. Yes. So all the compensation that they've given out is. Peanuts, really, isn't it? Oh well, <laughs> you say peanuts. I, I, I know that um, as of um, today, they'd lost half a billion dollars worth of um, uh, their worth on the stock exchange. So um, they are crapping themselves. I suppose, yeah, yeah. I mean, but they must have made that over the years by your overselling seats, anyway. Yeah, but if you if certainly if your stock drops by half a billion dollars, it don't matter how big you are. That is um, uh, squeaky bum time, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Or the only the only way they can make it worse is if the um, uh, the head of United comes out and says, "Yeah, yeah, no, Sean Spice was right. Hitler didn't use chemical weapons. <laughs> That's the only way he could have made it worse." <laughs> You've got somebody else to say that for him, didn't he? Well, exactly. But uh, I just can't understand why they're getting crew to take up passenger seats in a, on a on a commercial business. It's, really. ter- it's terrible. It's arrogance and it's it's terrible. Catherine, you're going to say something. Well, my sister used to be cabin crew, and I remember whenever they were travelling somewhere, um, they would be standby passengers. So it'd be if there was so enough room on the flight. Did the, she? F- the the crew would get a seat if there was so enough room on the flight. Did your sister actually have to pull people off? Pardon. But did she? Did, did she? In this instance, would she have pulled that man off? No, they 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 taken steps so that there was no no one got no one got pulled. Off. So no one, no one got pulled. I mean, it's, in some that. ways, it's a, it's a way towards recompense. But mm. yeah, he'd have paid over your odds for that, wouldn't he? Yeah, well, exactly. And thank you very much indeed. Um, I've never been pulled off a plane. No, um, but massage. Have you been massaged? Uh, no, I didn't because I, I I have travelled first class and um, in Virgin they they you have a lady comes around that she offers you, you services. Yes. And um, uh, massage, um, manicure, manicure, head massage, shoulder massage, or maybe no, it's head massage, or, uh, massage foot, foot massage. Anyway, there's four options. Remember the four options. And I thought I really want to match. She says we may not get time to do all of them on the flight. And I thought, oh, I fancy a bit of pampering. I'm not going to choose any of the massages because everyone will be asking for the massage. So I asked for a manicure because I thought a I quite like a manicure, and b. There'll be no other blokes asking for a manicure on this plane, so I'm bound to get it. And it just breaks up the monotony of an eight-hour flight. I wasn't paying for the, 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 the seat, of course. Sky were, which is um, was always good news. Graham! Hello. Hello, Graham. Hello, Lee. Uh, good evening, hey. everybody. Uh, Catherine. And I, uh, um, yeah, no, the reason I was ringing is because um, I, was, I was thinking that uh, oh, yes. I was a wonderful community, because I've listened for a while now. Oh, thank you. Uh, wonderful community of people. Yes. Uh, obviously, I've, you know, I, I gathered the, the college yesterday. There are some bo- there are some boring callers, though, if we're honest, Graham. I mean, that well, Paul yeah, in Stoke Poges is a knob. They're not all... It, that Paul in Stoke Poges is a boring knob. Well, I, I, I wouldn't say words like that myself. Okay. But... What would you call him? Bellend? 
Well, it's um, it's difficult. I mean, obviously, everyone's got their own opinions, and you've got to respect them. That's the thing. Oh, you haven't got to. No. Well, no, but that's that's how I. I, I wish Paul. I wish Paul um, didn't have an opinion, and then we wouldn't have to hear him. Oh yes, I mean, you could always not answer the phone. What do you think, Paul? <laughs> yeah, me again. <laughs> Go on, Graham. Well, I, um, well, I'm looking forward to your little trip and your, your podcast and so on. And did you know, because I've done a little bit of little research like I did with the uh, religion, <laughs> and uh, you, if you keep your show going, you're only competing with 20% of the podcasts on iTunes. Hang on, say that again. We'll do the what, what, what now? If, if you... Yeah? When you podcast, if you, if you keep going... Yes. You're only competing with 20%. Because 80% of the podcasts on iTunes give up and don't bother and not regular. Is it, where, where did you get those statistics from? It's, it's, it's marvellous. Is that Google? Is that, oh, well, Google doesn't exist in uh, between the hours of 10 and 1. But if that's true, that I, I can kind of understand that. I, I um, had a little prune. I had a couple, a couple of other podcast feeds um that i i got rid of i I, I cancelled them at the weekend because a wonderful gentleman called matthew has put together the ian lee vault nothing to do with me but i've sent him some bits and pieces but he's put together the ian lee vault right and it is pretty much everything i've ever done on the radio and in podcast it's nearly all of the lbc shows nearly all of the absolute shows it may, nearly all of the 3cr shows and the 3cr podcasts oh all of the wm shows weird little silly things i did like the shindiggery podcast and the pocket radio show i think someone has sent him all of the msn things all of the lost podcasts that me ian and Watco's important target it's all there it's incredible the amount of work that young man has put in and do you know how much money he wanted for it graham go on not a penny well, that's lovely. Is he fun? Is he? He seems a bit excessive. It is actually a bit excessive. A bit weird, actually, now you mention it. I wonder if he's got pictures of you in his bedroom. Yeah, actually, yeah. now I think about it, I'm going to ask him to take it down. Yeah, it yeah, it, no, it's a bit weird, Graham. I'm glad you highlighted that. Thank you. Well, a bit excessive. It, it, it's probably one of these. He's yes. probably just got your eyes cut out in a box under the bed. Oh, blimey. Um, with a hole in the mouth. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly, and he's making that noise. Thank you, Graham. Yes, Paul? Okay, right. Something says that you were talking about Sesame Street earlier. Did you just say, okay, right, something sensible, you were just talking about Sesame Street? (laughs) (laughs) You you were talking about Sesame Street earlier. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah? There's another rhetorical question. Go. Yes. Right. I've not Googled, right? Two things I remember about Sesame Street Mm. is... A great jazz drummer, probably the greatest drummer that's ever lived, called Buddy Rich, played... He's not the best, he's not the best, he's not the best drummer. Well, Buddy Rich? Yeah, Buddy Rich is not the best drummer. You know Buddy Rich, right, yeah? I know Buddy Rich, I've heard the tape of him on the bus slagging off his, um, band, but no, he's not, he's not the best drummer. I don't know if he's still alive, actually, but... Doesn't matter, that wasn't the question. I know the best alive drummer. He's not, he's not the best drummer. Shall I tell you who is? Well, the best alive drummer today. No, it doesn't matter if they're alive or dead. Why have you brought that into the conversation? Okay, I will tell you a drummer better than Buddy Rich. Go on. Gene Krupa. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I totally got you there, Paul. Gene Krupa is a million times better than Buddy Rich. And Buddy Rich is good. Krupa's better. Okay, yeah, you... Oh, Uh, God, you know... Oh, Jesus. Thank you very much indeed. Yes, I know drummers. 
Don't sound so surprised at anything. Garth in Bridge North, Shropshire. Stay there. We'll come to you after the news because I'm going to give you a fair crack of the whip. Totally, why is everyone surprised that I know stuff? Why is everyone You've sur- got one of those faces. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm de- and I know that was an insult, but I'm going to turn it back on you because I'm clever like that. I, I've got a dumb face, but in my brain is... <laughs> Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm reminded of my trials and tribulations with my former um, uh, energy supplier today. I'll tell you that in a bit. We've got people waiting though. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've spoken about drummers. We've spoken about Sesame Street. We have spoken about New York. We have talked about um, all kinds of things. And it's you, you know the score now. I know we're getting new listeners all the time. And some of the old ones are going and some of the new ones are coming. And that's wonderful. And that's the nature of these things. But you can call in about absolutely anything you want. Um, Garth was waiting, wasn't he? Good evening, Garth. Good evening, Ian Lee. How the devil are you? I'm very, very well, Garth. Thank you. Oh, great. Have we spoken before? No, I'm a first-time caller. Oh, I just thought I recognised your voice, the slightly um, the slightly limp-sounding voice, but OK, that's great. How dare you? Huh? Um, oh, just a quick question for you, Ed. Yes, Garth. Am I safe disposing of nail clippings down the toilet? Nail clippings down the what, sorry? The toilet. One more time? Toilet. The toilet? Yeah. I don't know what, what a toilet is. It's an Irish toilet. He said a toilet. Toilet. Yeah, OK, yeah, the lavatory. OK. Um, why do you ask? Where else could I possibly put them? Um, on the bedside table? Or do what I do with nail clippings, and excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, but let's we, we talk openly about all kinds of issues. Bogies is I just lie in bed and I flick them as far as I can, and as long as they don't land on the wall, I'm happy. Now, it's very, it's very, very queer that you mention bogies. Yes. Because... Why do? Why is it only some kids that pick their nose and eat it? I've never, ever eaten it. I cannot think of much. That Catherine's gone for five minutes, and we're talking about bogies. Um, <laughs> you're you're the steadying uh, hand on the tiller. You you hold the barrel steady as we all jump in one at a time. Um, no, it. it uh, um, I don't know. I've never eaten a bogey in my life. Have you? Yeah, come on. No, has... no, I haven't. I genuinely haven't. My youngest can't pick stop. It, pick it, flick it. Never. Oh, I've really? never eaten one. No. Salty. That's we had joy. We had fun flicking bogies at the sun, but the sun got too hot and the bogies turned to snot. <laughs> you ever heard that? No. Oh, that's good. That's a belter. Uh, my youngest has always got a finger up her nose. Oh, I'm, I'm always having a good route around, but oh. they, they they get flicked or they get wiped under the car seat. If I'm completely honest. Wow. And then when there's enough there, I sell the car and move on. <laughs> that's, that's when I know. Garth, have you got an over-accumulation of um, nail clippings, then? Um, I've been flushing them down the toilet quite regularly. Down the... Toilet. Mm. Um, but I, I just... I'm mm. um, fearful that I might be uh, causing some disruption to the U-bend. Well... You're not... So, but here, let, let, let's compile... How long are these clippings? <laughs> let's compile a list. Oh, they're about uh, seven sixteenths. Oh, blimey. Let's compile a list of things that should definitely not be flushed down the toilet. Um, My dad 
you well, definitely yeah. should not be flushed no. down the toilet. My dad puts like Sloppy, sloppy food. Sloppy food puts down the toilet. No, 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 no. And I only realised, it's one of those things I didn't realise wasn't normal yeah. until I lived in a shared house and I did it one night. And no. so I went, oh, someone's thrown a load of um, chilli con carne down the toilet. I was thinking, well, it's well, too it's, sloppy it's not, for the bin. It's, it's not chilli. Um, no. <laughs> um, nappies, of course. Wet wipes. Um, although I think you can get away with one every now and then. Oh, don't put um, kitchen roll down it. Again, once in a while is fine. But mm. why? Pourquoi? Yati? Well, my friend... Um, you, my friend used to um, be a barman at a local pub. You hesitated um, there. Was it? Was it? Was it I was going to say barkeep, but but that's more wild bar- west, isn't it? Barkeep. Yeah, barkeep. A barkeep. That's not even. That's wild English. That's nothing. It's not even a word. Anyway, barkeep. barman. And one night he said, "Oh, there's no loo roll left." I said, "Well, just use these like paper towels." Yeah. Well, how many did he shove down there? Well, it was like a big like. Well, you shouldn't have shoved that many down. No, Couple, he, he left them there for people to wipe with. Oh. And it ended up being, Flipping. well, hellish. No, was, let's not. Come on, guys. It was awful. Come on, guys. We're better than this. Well, anyway, well, if you're going to bring up tarlets. I didn't uh, bring up tarlets. Garth brought up tarlets. I did. Yeah. Um, uh, back to the point. Can I flush my um, toenail and fingernail clippings down the tarlet? Yes or no? Yes, you can. Thank you. Uh, one more question, Ian, and to Kath. Yes. Separately. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought funny. Um, I have two children, seven and five, and they are absolutely hilarious. But some are beyond a joke. Mm. You know what I'm talking about, really antisocial ones, Follow that's not through. funny. <laughs> Why, Garth, have you, have you just let one rip? One more question, please. Is there a funnier word than manhole? Flange. Um... Bubble. Now I'm not racialist, oh. but thanks. Thanks for calling, Garth. Mm. I like removing big knockers. Okay, but I should have, I should have cut him off. So I thought he was going to put the. I thought he was going to do the. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to do the decent thing and put the phone down. Sorry if anybody... No, he went there. He took it there. <laughs> I'm sorry if anyone if anybody... with small knockers is offended by that, then, I mean... Get a Wonder Bra. <laughs> or some chicken fillets or just some tissue No, it's paper. just trickery. Just love yourself. It doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. Work, work harder. Do you know what? Some, bi- some are too big. You can have too big. Oh, God. I remember going out with a girl who's... An, uh, um... Was her name Norma? No. Oh, don't be so rude. Her initials were LSD because her parents were hippies. And, um... She was a delightful young lady, but her, I would say, too big mm. in, in the breasticles. It's, too big for what? Uh, her or? No, for me. Oh. Uh, I mean, I just I, I could have had an eye out. I, I, it, it, I know for some people that is integral, um, but for me, that's not the key factor when I'm looking for a romantic partner. Some of my friends have got enormous ones and they wish they didn't because it gives you backache. Yeah. You have to wear bigger tops than you'd like to. Backache, neckache, some as big as your head, is, mm. uh, as they say. Good evening, Simon. Hey, you're right, Ian. Do you prefer the large breast or the smaller French breast? Uh, large when they're... No, I don't know. I like a medium size. A medium size. The Goldilocks, the Goldilocks area. No, because she was a child. No, what, that I mean, is totally just... inappropriate. What oh, you've just flipping. said. <laughs> All right, Stuart Hall. <laughs> oh my God. Flipping it. I'm so sorry, Simon. You have to listen to that. <laughs> I do not condone <laughs> no, that sort of language like... and sort of that sort of locker room banter on this show. We're better than that. 
making pedo jokes, aren't <laughs> what you? What's yeah, oh, I just meant, you know, just well, right. Actually, you reference, a, you reference a young way. girl. <laughs> Outrageous. Simon, can, let's, can, let's ignore Sorry, that. Simon. Let's Sorry, rise everybody. above it and let's continue. Apologies. Right, well, uh, actually, that might be one of the little things I want to bring up. Do you mind if I bring up three topics? I've been on holiday for a few weeks, and I've been listening to the podcast, but I was in Cambodia, and the time zone was crap, so I couldn't really phone in. What's the you know, time like, difference in Cambodia? There's so things I wanted to phone in about. And, well, uh, what, what's the time difference in Cambodia, then? I don't know. Uh, they're six hours ahead, so it would have been... I would have had a log oh, on at seven in the morning. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Not on your holidays. No, no. Having no, holiday. that's, that's inappropriate. No, that's no. inappropriate. Simon, you, let's just say we have no other calls lined up, so fill your boots. Perfect. Well, the first one is actually a sort of uh, request. I don't know if you could actually ask or if I can do it on the line. I was the one that played at your... Uh, last performance ring but the uh camera oh, oh yes it did well, no, well now yeah. now now did the camera cut out or did yeah. someone kick it over oh i've got a feeling i might have kicked it thank over. you thank you thank you I, thank you i can confirm that happened. and and you uh, you were you were yay close <laughs> to getting an excessive repair bill for my iphone lens the only thing that prevented me from uh, handing you that bill was that it was not actually damaged no. but but y- you were mentally drawing it oh god oh gosh so yes you you came and you sang some excellent songs um excellently including okay. the little list hobo um but you 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 took it upon yourself to follow that rock and roll attitude of smashing up the place but you foolishly did it before you started <laughs> instead of at the end of your set well, there was no drum kits to smash up oh. No. So you smashed up my phone. But yes, go on. Yeah. Well, if anyone has a video of that that was in the crowd, I'd love to see it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, do you know what? Um, there, there might be, because... Um, remind... Re- send me a tweet, Simon, asking for it, and I'll retweet it. Nice one. So, All right, yes. Well, uh, the other topics... You know, you've got your... It doesn't uh, technically your, count as a topic. You, you, Hang on, are you begging for footage? Plug. <laughs> you present, you, yeah. you prevented from um, being filmed in the first place. It's not a topic. That's, um, that sounds like greed to me. That's more of a plug and a request. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry exactly. about that. Is well, uh, as long as the phone's all right, then I can sleep easy. Uh, well, yeah, good. Um, I'm glad you... I'm glad you taking... You worried it. all the way through Cambodia about that, yes. didn't you? Yes, he did. It would have ruined his holiday. I'm good. I'm glad it did. It's <laughs> good. Anyway, go on. Right. Well, you know, you said you got this uh, Sega that you ordered that you've got at your place. Is it the Saturn? Nope. It's the Game Nintendo GameCube. Ah, the GameCube. That's it. And I'm selling it have again. You, have you heard of the uh, Raspberry Pi? Yes, I have. I've just uh, turned one of mine into a six thousand games eight console gaming machine for about eighty quid, and it's a good project for you and your kids. Hang on, hang on, hang. But you're talking about the Sega Saturn you've done this to. I've got all of them, yeah. Sega Saturn, right back to Commodore sixty four. No, but hang on. So what? To, what? Uh, what? You've turned a Raspberry Pi into a gaming thing. Yeah, yeah. So you get the uh, little uh, motherboard, and it's yes. got all the USB ports, etc. Yes. And what you do is you copy. You know, like you get these emulators online. Yes. You just basically copy that onto it, and then there's this thing called uh, uh, Retro Pie that you install, and you get some USB controllers, and you can literally have every single game from the eighties up until now on one little device. Well, here's the, here's what I used to do. Just indulge me for two more minutes, Catherine. Then we'll we'll do a phone in about I don't know bums again. Um, Can we do kittens? I bought a Dreamcast, right? And a Dreamcast is the best console of all time. It's it's not locked. That means you can watch DVDs from anywhere in the world. Also, it means you can yeah. download e- emulators off of the internet, burn them onto a disc, pl- put them into the Dreamcast, and they can emulate any machine 
uh, up to a Dreamcast, including Atari uh, 2600, um, SNES uh, and Spectrums. Question. Yes. Is this legal? Mm. Yes, it, uh, it's not illegal. OK. Um, Simon, thank you. you. I believe you had a third point you wanted to make. Let's try and make it a little bit less geeky. Okay. Well, actually, there's uh, one thing I did. You know, you were having that little phoning about knobs you were going to do with the guy who lost his limb. Yes. How about flaps? Fingers, limbs, and parts severed. Oh, someone came up with a good one. Um, about... Oh, no, the Tupperware one was... was uh, that was K-L-I-T-S, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no... No. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. No. It's the time, and yeah, it's descended. It's descended again. I'm really. Can we, for the last 45 um, minutes, can we, we descended? What's he raise? doing on holiday? Just thinking up filth. In Cambodia. I know. Filth. What? I don't know anything about Cambodia. Khmer Rouge? French, I know the French call it Cambodge. Did, that, did the French used to own it? Mm-hmm, a bit, yeah. Khmer it's Rouge. Indochine, what does that, what does that mean? Something. They were the, something um. Something red. Uh, yeah, it would do. That was Pol Pot. Pol Pot. Khmer Rouge, Cambodia, Year Zero. Year Zero was when they... I think I've got this. This isn't Ethiopia, is it? I think this is... Okay, here's... Okay, Google doesn't exist. Don't, Google doesn't exist. Don't Google. I'm not Googling. Um, this is... Okay, so, if I were to... If someone says to me, right, Ian, you've, you've got to present a, a, a lecture about Cambodia now. No time for research. I go, okay, yeah, fine, I can do that. Um, Arrogance. In the um, late 1960s, there was a thriving Cambodian musical um, movement where the, lots of beat groups started. They got um, British and American music and they recorded their own versions of it. It's not very good, but it's quite famous. Then in 1971, um, Pol Pot and the Khmer Rouge um, came to power uh, via a military coup and they decreed Year Zero. And what that meant was... They killed all of the artists, the intellectuals, the professors, the teachers, anybody with any education, and they suppressed the education. People who wore glasses. People who wore glasses, um, and they were executed, and there are many, many thousands of mass graves of these people that just disappeared in an attempt to wipe out any form of uh, intellectual betterment of themselves. Any questions? I've got a question. Yes. So who was left? Um, workers, yeah, the workers. It was, I mean, it was it was like ultra extremist communism. So just utilitarianism, then. Yes, I would say, I would say, if 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 anybody knows any better, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Otherwise, I'm going to assume that I was right, as I quite often am. <laughs> Fitz is calling. We'll come to you, Fitz, after these ads. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344 499 1000 is the uh, telephone number. No one's called in to challenge my knowledge of Cambodia. So that, so that means... goes into the history books. It does. Um, Fitz is on the line. Evening, Fitz. Ian, is that you? Excuse me? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you, Ian? Yeah, Fitz, have you called before? No, first time caller. Okay, just your voice sounded vaguely familiar, but okay, go on, mate. What have you got for us? Just one sec. Mum, I'm through. Hang up. Um, what it is... Is that your mum on the line upstairs? No, no, she's... 
we've been trying to get through all night, yes. and uh, oh. I just told her I'm through now. It's been very, very busy on the phones this evening. Very busy. I know, I know. Mm. Um, what I wanted to ask you, Ian, was um, what's the difference between a gig and a concert? That's an excellent thing. Uh, uh, excellent question. I've got a friend called Simon. It is an excellent thing, yeah. Who always, who's in a band, but says he's always playing a concert. He always calls it a concert, and I like that. Um, the diff- I, 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 I don't know. I, I guess a concert is, is bigger in a bigger venue and more grand, and a gig is in a sweaty little back room somewhere in Camden. Have you ever played a concert, Ian? I've, uh, yes, many, many times. I've played some of the finest theatres in the world. Oh. Have you ever been to a gig or a concert? Yes. And left before the end? Yes, I have. Have you ever left before the start? Hmm. Because I have. Tell us more, Fitz. Well, I was out with my friends to go to see a well-known singer... But we shouldn't really talk. I won't say his name because it'll darken the airwaves. But Gary Glitter, you've got it in one. There we go. <laughs> 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 Ooh, a little giggle there, a little glitter giggle. You're on fire, mate. You're on fire. Yes. So we went to see his Christmas special. His Christmas gang show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we all had our rubber fingers. But Spongy fingers. Spongy fingers, like that, and gladiators, yes. Yeah, yeah. And before we came on, we had a... I can't touch sponge. The sponge that those fingers are made from, I've never worn one of those fingers, and I can't, because I can't touch that sponge. It sets my teeth on edge. It's like biting into toothbrush or pulling cotton wool. So what happened when you went to see Gladiators being filmed? I didn't, but my sister worked on Gladiators, and she tells me it's one of the most miserable experiences of her life. She's called Jet. Yes. <laughs> Diane Udale. That's Jet. That's Jet. <laughs> that was the name of a, a spin-off sitcom, which didn't, which only lasted three episodes, I think. Sad. So, yes. back to the concert. Do you remember when Rio Ferdinand had a s- hidden camera trick show? No. Rio Ferdinand had a... Because he was like always seen as a joker. Oh. And um, he had a secret camera trick show where he would do tricks on like other famous footballers. Oh, like punked. Yeah, yeah. But but with Rio, Rio Ferdinand's punked. Oh dear. He should, if he wants to do a trick, he should do something with his top lip. That's right. I just can't comment on the poor gentleman's facial features. Uh, we, you know, we're all, we all have our... It needs any... holding and ironing. Here we go. Okay. So, Fitz, <laughs> Gary Glitter and you had a foam finger. Yes. And there was a security guard stood in front of us pre-Glitter arrival. And we were very enthusiastic glitterites. And we were doing the famous chant, Leader, leader, leader. Yeah, 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 yeah. you got it, you got it. In, with a sponge finger right in the back of the security guard. <laughs> <laughs> and after the third or fourth time, he turned around <laughs> and he said... One more, and you're out. Oh! <laughs> so, 
we, and before we turned round, we were back at, <laughs> and he turned round and he grabbed my index finger. Sponge, now your real one or your phone one? Sponge. Yes. And he ripped the end right off. Oh, that's uncalled for. And my friend, Alex, yes. he threw his point over the security guard. Oh this is escalating. They, oh, tell me about it. Yeah. And then he, the security guard, I don't know his name. No. He, he got on his CB and he called his fellow cohorts to round us up. At which point we <laughs> legged it uh, appropriately. Yes. Uh, and it was Christmas, you know, it was Christmas, Christmas. Yes. So we ran out the uh, auditorium. Yes. And we were, let's say, egging the security guards <laughs> to chase us a little bit. Duncan Norvell, yes. They got to chase me, yeah. Yes. They, got to the, they got to the exit yes. and they stopped chasing us. Yeah. We tried to beckon them a little more. They wouldn't. So Well, we their did... jurisdiction stops at the exit. Once they're out on the street, that's it. They're just, they're just big, big, fat ball blokes. Well, Inside, that... they're the, the masters of their own domain. Well, that's what we were planning on. But yes. when we found a large... Christmas tree outside the auditorium uh, with light bulbs attached and proceeded to unscrew them. Oh, God, no, no. Throw them at the No, that is now, come on, you could have that's, someone's eye out. That's public order offence. They chased us all the way to the train station. God, I hope they gave you a good kick in as well. No, no, the num the train was on time for once, so we got away. Oh! But we did miss the show. Well, um, it's a shame because he put on a good show, um, but you deserve... Uh, you, you can't throw light bulbs at people. But thank, thanks for that trip down um, your memory lane, Fitz. You are most welcome, Ian. Most welcome. Can I ask one thing? Can you ask two things? Um, yes, I can. How are you? Okay. Radiant. And can you just say the word toilet for me? Tyler? Get off. Busted. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I have left, I can think of three gigs I've left before they finished. Liza Minnelli, even though it cost us um, 250 quid a ticket. I was on telly money then. Um, I, I, think, I, think I, had a, I think I had a migraine and my girlfriend had a migraine and it was a little bit dull. Um, David Cassidy, back in the dark days and I needed to get home and um, uh, medicate. And um, the Beach Boys in about two thousand and six, because I was I was my views on the Beach Boys then were slightly different to what they are now. And there were eleven men on stage. I knew only two of them, and um, uh, I, they started doing good vibrations. And I went, "This is that is rubbish. Let's get out. I'm not listening to this rubbish." urinating over history now now i i i, I, I was not so pompous and full of myself i think those are the only uh gigs that i've left halfway through i think i've never left 
one because I'm grateful for the performers. No, yeah. no, I know, I, I, I know, uh, yeah. And also, tickets are expensive. Well, yeah, tickets are so expensive these days. I told, well, I told you I took the boys to see the Twits. So it was a play for kids, and the four of us it was a hundred quid for a kids show, and it was a it was a big yes. set, and it was a big cast, you know. But I just thought it was a lovely theatre, really nice theatre in um, Kingston, I think it was, really nice theatre. But um, I thought hundred quid. I thought you know I'm lucky enough that I can afford hundred quid, and but you know even I was wincing a bit at it. There was one concert I wish I could have left halfway through. Yeah. Um, it was the Paul Simon concert, Rhythm of the Saints tour, Oi. Birmingham NEC. Uh-oh. Um, not because of Paul Simon, echoey. he was delightful. Very echoey. No, he? he had this support guy on who since died a couple of years ago, oh. Michael something. Buble. He was like Kenny G, but with a clarinet rather than a sax. Okay, yep, yep. And he didn't half go on. Yep. And I would have left. Had it have not been for the fact that I was 11 and my mum was driving. If you'll be my bodyguard, I'm going to be a long lost pal. It was a good concert once Paul Simon came on. At one point, he broke a nail, though. He had to go off and have it repaired. A, a fingernail? Yeah. What a pond? He mustn't use a pick. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's too African. I don't like his African stuff. Oh, I like it. I don't like the African mm -ba. stuff. Mm -ba. I like I, the only bit I like a bone digger, bone digger. That's the only bit. The rest but, of it's too African. But some of it I don't like African music. And I, I, do you know what? If it makes me a racist to say that, then so be it. I am a massive racist. You know that one? Well, I'm accustomed to a smooth ride. No. And maybe I'm a dog has lost his... That one. No. I think that's more salsa than it is African. She's got African. diamonds on the soles of her feet. Shoes. So what? Who cares? I mean, rubbish, boring. But the um, the, the Graceland album is I rubbish. Liked it. The Rhythm of the Saints album is I rubbish. I've not heard either of them, if I'm completely honest. But I know that they're rubbish. Um, and anybody that tries to do African music, even Africans, they're pushing it. I told you when I went to see Cat Stevens, right? Shepherd's Bush Empire. I got the tickets. Cost me two hundred quid a ticket. Right, first gig he done since nineteen seventy nine. Okay, he'd fight because he stopped playing music for ages. Because when he became a Muslim, or as my mum says, he went a bit funny. Um, he took it. He, he took the words of of Allah literally, and and he interpreted it as meaning no guitars. So so he stopped playing music, and then he kind of. Um, managed to work a cheater. Yeah, it worked a cheater. And the, the most returned record when I worked at HMV. The most returned record in whatever year it was, the Beatles released Free as a Bird, 1996 or 7. And Cat Stevens, or Yusuf Islam, released his first album since 1979. And so it was, it, it sold like hotcakes. It was returned like hotcakes. It's like, uh, but is that because everyone was taping it and bringing it back? No, 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 no. It's because everyone thought it was going to be, I'm being, you know, all the, I'm being fella, ba, boom, shit, all that kind of stuff. It wasn't. It was, uh, it was an album about Allah. Oh. I think it was called A is for Allah. There's your clue, guys. It was, it re returned like it was a hotcake smeared in dog turd. It, honestly. Um, but he's released a couple of albums since that are brilliant. Actually, brilliant. I love Cat Stevens. But we went and saw him. It was the first gig in years. And um, Shepherd's Bush Empire, so it's a nice, I think it was Shepherd's Bush, it's a quite a small venue, and we got quite close up, and it was for a week celebrating 50 years of Island Records, okay? So, um, the opening act was somebody, then the second act was some famous African guy, Bam Bamba Makatoba, or something like that, he had lots of A's and some K's in his name, quite famous, boring. Boring. 
boring. Jeez, it was boring. And I'm thinking, the longer this guy goes on, the less we're going to get of um, Cat Stevens. It went on and on, and everyone was loving it. Every, I mean, my, my girlfriend and my wife, we were like, oh, jeez. And he said, right, I'm, I'm not going to do the voice. I'm going to do one more song, then Yusuf's going to come on. Yeah. But before I do this last song, I want to bring out some special guests. Oh. Would you please welcome to the stage? This is a tiny little venue. Bono and The Edge. And I'm thinking, oh, Jesus. So it's bloke doing African music with one of with half of one of the worst bands in the world. And you know then Bono and The Edge aren't going to come out and do one song. Everyone's going, whoa, yeah, it's half of you too. And then to make it even worse, right, imagine this, and you know me, so you know how bad this is already. To make it worse, they then started doing Bob Marley songs. <laughs> you two doing Bob Marley, it's and like it went on for ages. They had a wander around your mind and found the things that would trigger you the most. And everyone's going, yeah, and I'm thinking, oh, flip it. And I'm, everyone's going, and I, I, I got an elbow in the ribs from my missus, because, yeah, 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 I got an elbow in the, the rib, because I was going, less, less. Oh, it was awful. Well, Emma, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll take some more calls. 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee. Late nights, Ian Lee. On air and afternoon. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. Good evening, Garth. I've got a comprehensive list of, of films and songs that have got the same name. Why? 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 Why have you got that list? Because it's intriguing. All right, I tell you what. I tell you what. Let's turn this into a game. Yeah, let's play. Um, You go first. I'll go second. Kath goes third. We go around. Okay, so we're playing films that have the same name as songs. Poker. Deal. You go first. Grace. Help. Stand by me. Car wash. A hard day's night. Pretty woman. Man in black. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rocky theme. No. What? It's called Rocky. Get out of it. No, hang on. All right, all right. All right, all right me and you, Kath. No, hang on. I'm still in. I'm still in. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. I'm still... game. Let, let, all right, fair play. It's you and Kath. Go on. When a man loves a woman. What film is that? It's with Meg Ryan and, um... No, that's Sleepless in Seattle. Michael Greco. No, not Michael Greco, is it? Well, she's an alcoholic. Michael Greco from East Step <laughs> Bay. That wasn't Michael Greco. <laughs> is she out? <laughs> What's he called? Um, she doesn't need to think of, It's um, called Michael. When a Man Loves a Woman. It was okay. where Meg Ryan's an alcoholic. Okay. Those magnificent men in their flying machines. Singing in the rain. Was he just... by me? And she just said that. Me, you're I out. win. You're out. You're out. I thought you were going to say stand by me. Yes, she did. Right, first one. Second one. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chew on that, Garth. Thank you very much, Garth. You lost. Um, what was it called? I don't know. The Andy thing. Garcia. Oh. Not Michael Greco. <laughs> I can see. What... Now, isn't that funny? <laughs> I was thinking about Andy Garcia a lot today. Why? Because... I was remembering, isn't it funny, the thoughts that just pop into your head? And for some reason, the ending of The Godfather Part 3 popped up into my head. I don't know why. 
And the ending is, spoiler alert... Rubbish is what it is. It's, it's, um... Well, it's, well... It's not as good, as it? Yeah, I mean, God, Godfather Part 3 is awful, but... Um, it is... It, <laughs> Al Pacino has seen his daughter being murdered, and the ending is that he then lives for another 40 years and dies as a very old man. So the ending is a long shot of him sat in a chair outside in the garden, and he just goes... Ooh. And that's it. So I thought about the ending... And then I worked backwards, and I thought about because um, it's—is it Sophia Coppola in it? Yes, and she I, was the daughter in it, wasn't she? Yes, and is it Andy Garcia? She marries him in it. Yeah, and I thought, why would anyone cast Andy Garcia in the lead role of a film, particularly especially one that was as anticipated? As the Godfather Part Three, he was big though. He was in the Brat Pack. Wasn't he, he wasn't, but he wasn't big. He was he was bubbling under. Mm. He wasn't big. It was never. Oh, there's a new Andy Garcia film now. Who's Adam Garcia? His brother. Well, who is he? I don't though? know. I don't know of an Adam Garcia. Who's? I think there's an Adam Garcia as well. That's his brother. But but it was never like. Oh, the new Andy Garcia film is out. We must go and see that one, guys. That was never. You know. A thing. Who is Emilio Estevez, his brother? Charlie uh, Sheen. Charlie Sheen. And their dad is Martin Sheen. Yeah. And who's his dad? It's the same dad. No, who is Martin Sheen's dad? Martin Sheen has a dad, doesn't he? Yeah. I think Martin Sheen's real name is Estevez. So, are Charlie Sheen and Estevez, do they have the same mummy as well? Don't think so. Just the same daddy. I don't yeah. know why I'm saying that. So, Martin like Sheen is, gentle. Martin Sheen is Estevez. Yeah. I think, although I can't Google it, which is maddening. Is Charlie Sheen still batshit crazy? Well, yeah. Yellow card. Kind of, kind of understandable. Well, no, because he... Is he still tiger's blood and... and, and he's HIV now, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's, he's come out not not completely as his, uh, under his own volition because he was about to be exposed, wasn't he? But is he is he still, like... The, and when I say come out, I mean as HIV positive. All right, look as... at you getting worried about libeling someone no, who's it's bonkers. No, fine. You won't care. Um, he probably has. You know, if you're doing that much drugs, you do, you know. He's got no teeth, has he? Has he not? Mm. That's a shame, that. Everyone was enjoying that when he when he went crazy in the Tiger's Blood and stuff. It was obvious he was, and he was doing he's these dealing interviews. Dealing with some stuff. He was doing these interviews, and he was bright yellow and waxy. And it's like, well, that, guys, that that is, he's crack, he's doing crack all the time. Not That's well. not, uh, I got very little pleasure. I got a bit of pleasure at the start. Then when I realised actually he was he was killing himself, I got no pleasure from watching a, a gentleman put himself through that. That was thoroughly unpleasant, and and I, I, you know someone should have um, taken him to one side and said, "Come on, man, let's let's let, let's go away for a few months. Let's uh, let's go and sort this out." Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're very very welcome to do such a thing. Now, um, the phone's always got a little bit quieter this time, and, I, and that's absolutely fine. School holidays as well. Everyone's absolutely shattered. Oh, everyone's away as well. In the, the, the gym class I was in today, there was no one there. No one there. And everyone, the gym classes, they're, everyone's so quiet. Right, everyone, so I'm the only one that talks in them. Okay, guys, are you ready to start? Guys? So I go, yep. And then you do the exercises, and I wanted to puke today. And she goes, right, okay, we're ready for the next set? Silence. I go, yeah, I'm ready. And everyone looks at me, and I'm like, well, 
Come on, man. We're supposed to pretend that we're sort of American and enjoying this. Let's get involved. Stop being so embarrassed. Mm. I look. I, here's the thing. I realise I look like a, an overweight, out-of-shape, middle-aged man, because that's what I am. So I'm going, yep, yeah, come on. And I, I'm making jokes when, we, when we're um, doing the last set. Right, this is the last set, then we're going to stop. And I'm going, what? Really? I thought this was just the warm-up. That's a little bit Beautiful. of fun banter. Yeah. A little bit of fun banter. Mm-hmm. They don't appreciate it. And then also, the other day... Um, she said something, and I went. She said we could do it with the weight, but I, 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 I won't do it with the weight. I'll, I'll, I'll be kind. I said, no, let's do it with the weight. Then what's going? Oh, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. You're like that mature student at university where everyone's well, ready to go, and we've got our back our backpacks yeah, on, yeah. and we're already planning what we're going to be ordering down the pub within yeah. ten minutes. And then there's the forty year old at the back yeah. who's funding his own way through university, yeah. knows why he's doing it. It's completely motivated. Yeah. He says, yeah, one more question. Yeah. We have to put our bags down. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm coming here because I want to lose a bit of weight and get get in shape. So if, if if you think that we might be able to take it a little bit harder, then uh, do you know what? Yeah, I'll have it a little bit harder. Play. I, I'm going to keep doing it until I drop because I want to. There's no point. There's no point doing it and going. Oh, Those losers. I hate people. Um, so what makes a happy retirement? Um, I don't quite know. Britain's older... pots of cash. Britain's older generations are enjoying happy retirement, and it's down to regular sex. Oh, God. And having no alarm clocks keeping them young at heart. What? I don't... uh, Well, eight out of ten pensioners who expressed a preference, <laughs> told a survey they are happy with one of the biggest benefits seem sim- simply having time to pot about. I can't wait to retire. Are you be bored? No. No. Not not at all. Of course I won't be bored. No. I've got loads of books. To, I, I've got so many books to read. It's It will keep me busy from here until the, this time next year. I've got so many DVDs still in their cellar fame. I've got loads to do. I have got loads to do. So I wouldn't be bored. Um... Here we go. So here's what makes a happy retirement. Um, Not having to wake up to an alarm clock. I don't. Don't. No. Sometimes I've got children. Yeah. Spending time outdoors. Having entire days to yourself. (gasps) I had one of those today. Felt very naughty. Oh, imagine keeping the house and garden in good order. Forget that. Um, yeah, yeah, go on. That's it. Just do, take a break, then we'll do this list. And bloody Paul in Stoke Poges wants to come back. <laughs> if you want to stop Paul in Stoke Poges having triple bubble, then call in. And the more calls we get, we won't get any. The less time there is, is for him, okay? 0344 499 1000, all right? Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night, Ian Lee. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 um, We ask you to call in to stop Paul in Stoke Poges getting triple bubble. And Hannah has called in. Yeah, I want double bubble. Well, but it's got to be worth it. Yeah, well, we, you've spoken balls, and I've spoken balls, and we've spoken bum holes. Oh, God. Um, I'm going to speak about willies now. Thanks very much for calling. Paul! Gosh. Right, you thought you did me earlier. I thought of another one about Sesame Street, and even greater percussionist. What? Uh, it's, it's taken him literally an hour right. to try and beat me in the naming of the great no, drummer. No, it's not about me. I've just thought of an even greater percussionist that was on Sesame Street once, Evelyn Lenny, and she's totally deaf as well, isn't she? Um. Yeah, but that, 
We weren't talking about percussionists. Well, a percussion, a drummer is a percussionist. No, a drummer as no, well. no, they're not. They're completely different, um, uh. completely different things altogether. So, so okay, no. we'll look up Evelyn Glennie playing the drums. Well, I know, I know, yeah. I know Evelyn Glennie. I know, I know of her work, and um, but we were talking about great drummers. Yeah, and, and percussion is a completely think, different. Buddy, um, I still think Buddy Rich is the what's, best. What's the word I'm trying? What's the word? Different discipline. Discipline. Thank you. It's a different discipline. So you're you're wrong, Paul. You're wrong. You've uh, wasted your triple bubble. Okay, finally, can I say you 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 didn't? No, you can't. Um, no, boring. Um, so th- this is what the list of what makes a happy retirement. Five minutes of the show, guys, if you want to call in. And I've just had an email from a guest who wants to uh, join us in New York City. <laughs> it's gonna be good. <laughs> Wowzers! I mean, oh man, alive! What? I... Um, having time to read? Yes, I miss being able to read. Yeah, I haven't read properly for ages. Going for a day out midweek. Well, see, we don't work proper hours, no. so a lot of this stuff kind of applies. Eating healthily, no. Sitting in the garden with a glass of something. Gardening. Actually, do you know what? Huh? I quite like it once I get down to it. You love getting on your hands and knees mm-hmm. in the dirt. Yep. Um, taking up a hobby. Yes. But that doesn't mean anything. I'm very though. good at taking them up. Not very good at keeping them up. Again, are we talking about you getting down on your hands and knees, getting dirty? No, we're talking, about, di- hob- we're talking about hobbies. Are we talking about you getting dirty out the back? Oh, for heaven's sakes! <laughs> <laughs> You really are a pervert. (laughs) (laughs) You tickled yourself, which everyone thought was impossible. I've shot myself. What else you did to yourself? So why would you think that was massive stretch? I have again massive stretch. (laughs) I have shot myself with um, with just how far I can take this. Um, Three holidays, mini breaks every year, Mm. enjoying a glass of wine with friends. A lot of these involve boozing. Yeah. Eating out twice a month. Pensioners do booze a lot, though. I spent my twenty first birthday at the ladies' circle with my grandma. Right. Yeah. I was on work experience in Warrington, and yes. so I was staying with my In grandma. Don Warrington? No, in Warrington. Don Warrington? No, Warrington. Don Warrington? Yes, Don Warrington. The actor, wow, you're doing your work experience inside Don Warrington, the actor, gosh. <laughs> anyway, so I spent my 21st birthday with my grandma inside and a lot of Don other... Don Warrington. ...pensioners. And they drank a lot of gin, and I yeah. think a lot of them were driving home. Oh, yeah, well, it's and just a done thing. the jokes... Yeah. Yeah, I think they would even well, but you. they were were they northern because they're very common. They the northerners. Well, no, they were they were nice, posh. No such thing. Northern ladies. Um, seeing the grandchildren once a month, keeping in shape, a regular sex life, Ugh. followed by making time for romance. Hang on, so that comes after. These are these are rubbish. Then there's one having separate hobbies from a partner. Well, that's the same as saying taking up a hobby. Yeah. You can't you can't put hobbies and hobbies. It's like when you've got to um, write your 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 uh, CV. You can't put walking and then a bit later on put rambling. Rambling. It's the same thing. 
watching a matinee at the cinema on a whim, catching up with old friends on Facebook. That yeah, makes a old, happy retirement. When you've got old friends when you're old. S- Jesus, who wrote this? Where is this from? Saga, I bet. Financial consultant, um, age partnership, right? Oh, this is rubbish, isn't this? So what makes a happy retirement? Signing up to Netflix. Oh, you know what they're doing? It's a financial thing. Oh. So all this stuff costs money. Yeah. So what's the, what's the moral? shopping trips. The moral of the story is save up now for your retirement, because otherwise you'll be miserable. Going to the theatre, having time away from the other half. Gosh. Flipping it, people. Well, it's time for our old boot heels to go wandering. Um, Catherine, why don't you tell the boys and girls in the last two minutes and 15 sacks of the show, um, why don't you tell them about the podcast for this show, The Rabbit Hole, and where they can find such such booty? All can be found if you subscribe Yes. your the podcast platform that you use but if you don't have any of that stuff you can go to talkradio.co.uk and find the the podcast for this show which goes out every single day apart from Saturdays and Sundays every day and every night the rabbit hole however is something you need to look for it's coming out we'll be out in an hour or so yeah 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 I've, I've set it up ready to rock yeah uh, have a look on iTunes. Is it, is it, the, is it Mrs. Mood Mum? It's Mrs. Mood Mum. Oh, it's a, the rap. It's a brilliant. It's probably that we should stop after this one because it will not get any better. Catherine gets replaced by an audience member's mum, and um, let's just say I am in negotiations uh, with uh, Mrs. Moo Senior to replace Catherine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm not. Ba- I'm not mad at him be- no. because it's quite obvious where the talent is. She's cheaper. And funnier, yeah. and fitter, mm. and um, ticks every box, every box. So it, uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. That, yeah. it's a good one. That. So like and subscribe, mm-hmm. please. Um, yes, like, subscribe, share, and enjoy. And uh, thank you. Uh, keep sending me emails um, of um, potential guests for New York, although we, we can't, we're chock a block. We're chock a block. And um, that email, wow, what a thrill that would be if we can pull that off. Um, I'll send him an email because he lives a bit out of the town. But if he's prepared to drive four hours for us, for little old us, far be it from me to um, tell him to jog on. Um, that is it, dear listener. That is your lot tonight. At Ten. Um, we're going to have Feng Shui expert on to talk about that. And oh, I don't know other bits and pieces. You know how this stuff works. We'll, we'll 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 see what happens tomorrow. Thank you, Emma, as always. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, dear listener. Thank all of you, except for Paul from Stoke Poges, who's getting right on my wig. Talk Radio, digital debate for the UK. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.